Now, I gotta ask, just specifically about, like, Fast and Furious, with all of the insane shit that's going on, like, does it just kind of become commonplace after a little while? Dude, like, we'll do, like, several big stunts in one day, and then by, like, the third explosion, you're just like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm almost like, it, it gets to a point where, like, I hear gunshots sometimes, like, in near my neighborhood. We live in Atlanta, and I'm just, like, it's almost you. not phased by it, because I bang. hear them shooting blanks on set all the time and I'm like wait this isn't good or I hear an explosion I'm like, in real life if I'm somewhere and something explodes I might not even move I might not wait even react I, I didn't be hear like, rolling. Oh, wait. oh shit this is real life I'm not at work who's rolling who's filming around here we're so happy that you downloaded Yo, 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 what's going on out there, world? How we doing and shit? Welcome to CZ's Trap House. This is show number 213. Ooh, shit, man. Double fucking cien digits. I tried to, I tried to throw a little, little Spanish in there. Apparently, my mixing board did not want to let your, your <laughs> microphone unmute, so ask that question again. How many years is that over? 200 uh, episodes? It'll be three years this January. Okay. okay. Yes. yes. I, I'm not very comfortable with being asked a lot of questions, so I'm going to interview. This will turn to me interviewing you at some point. I figured as much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Hon- honestly, I was ready for that. Yeah. And uh, we'll be combating each other with our own interview styles throughout this entire episode, I'm pretty sure. We'll just be throwing questions at the wall at the end of, the, at Ex- the end of this. Exactly. This is your boy Steezy. It is show number 213. We end this bitch. I still have zero hair. It still feels weird, especially to put headphones on because I'm very used to my headphones being stretched all the way out. Not so much anymore. No more hair. Anyways. Looks good though. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Over here across from me, first time in the trap house. First time actually meeting this fine young gentleman here. I don't know how. I don't know how we haven't come across. Trust me, we're, we're, I was going to bring yeah. this up as well, yeah. for sure. We literally hang out with nothing but the same people. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Over here, we've got the man, the myth, the legend. I say that for everybody. Dude. Oh, okay. Don't feel too okay. special. <laughs> <laughs> I made you feel special. Good. No, it didn't. It and made then, me uncomfortable. Then I, I was I, like, uh, see, but I brought you right back uh, down. Though, yeah, that's so, perfect. You know, it, it, yeah, exactly. That's how this works. You know, I give you, I give you something, and then just <laughs> sweep the rug right from underneath you. We've got the creator of the Vinyl Warhol himself, Mr. Matthew Warhol, in this bitch. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Was I supposed to put my catchphrase there? Oh, I mean, you can do whatever. Surrounded by Warhol's my whole team ball. Mm, you know what that is? Facts. Jay-Z. Damn, son. I did not know that. Picasso, baby. You got me beat, hey. son. Jesus. Please do your shout outs, uh, social medias and whatnot, where people can find uh, the content, you mm. know, your social media, all of that. At the Vinyl Warhol on everything. Like, I'll spell it because most people don't know how to spell it. The, like the, and then Vinyl, V-I-N-Y-L, Warhol, W-A-R-H-O-L. Yes, indeed. Yep. Show the man some love. You can find us personally, Twitter, at Steve. Oh, oh, my God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
<sighs> one beer. De- it's the beer that we chugged right before this. I don't even know. You just, we're just going to be burping through this whole thing. Oh, I that, think it, that's for sure. There's, the alcohol isn't going to affect us. It's just we're going to be belching. Exactly. Uh, you can find the show's social media, not my own. Yes, yes. You don't have to burp off mic. I, I don't care. Okay. As long as you're not eating in the microphone. <laughs> God damn. That's oh, like, man, this pudding is so good. You uh, me. <laughs> so, yeah, you can find us on social media. Twitter, at Steezy Trap House. Instagram, at STH Show. Facebook, like the page. Join our Facebook group. It's called STH Show as well where all kinds of discussion is going on, where I think the discussion is just riling up about one Mac Miller's death, which we will get into very soon Mm. once I finish these plugs. And, uh, yeah, Amazon.com. Use our link if you'd like to support the show. Bookmark our Amazon link in your browser. You can find it on our website. And anytime you use that link, they kick us some money back, and it doesn't cost you anything extra whenever you buy something off Amazon. It's pretty nice. It's a win-win situation for you and me. So give me that money. Let me get that money, guys. I just want the money. <laughs> anyway, seriously, though, uh, represent.com. You can buy a T-shirt or something if you'd like over there. Buy a blouse for your loved one. Buy a blouse for yourself if you'd like. It doesn't matter. And you can find our podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, and Stitcher. And you can send us an email to steeziestraphouse at gmail.com if you would like to send us a question for us to answer on the show. You can also record a voice note on your phone and send it to our email, and I can play it on the show and make fun of how stupid you sound whenever (laughs) you send that in. So go on and send me some messages. We'll make fun of you. And if you'd like some free stickers, I will gladly send you free stickers if you let me make fun of you. Or just send me an email, and I'll send you free stickers anyways. Just give me your address at steeziestraphouse at gmail.com. Boom. Plugs done. My friend, Matt, how Excellent. are you? Good, good. Yeah. Thank you for having <laughs> me. I'm honestly like, I've been wanting to do this for a while. Because I know like uh, like Danny, you know Danny. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I managed her for a long time. Still kind of do. Oh, You know that? Oh, your, your research, you didn't do that good of research. I, I did can not tell. do I'm just that kidding. good research. That's a really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, yeah, I helped like book what? shows for her and helped her with like the promotion of her album and the singles. Anytime, I mean, this is like a... Anytime that she's posted on anything, it's been me. So if, if she's this saying, oh, baby, hello, this, I love all of you. This definitely makes me. sense yeah. because knowing her, she's not the most like. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not just not the most like social media oriented. Oh, no, not at all. Yeah. No, I love Danny. She's the shit. Yeah. I've known her for a long fucking time. Did Damn. you get to see her before she left? I did not. She's, yeah, Portugal. The, the final show. Yeah, yeah, I know. I did an I, interview with her recently. Do you, it, it this is me. the interview was because we hung out the last day she was here. The interview was us driving in my car for me dropping her off at the airport, Damn. and her leaving was like the close of the door and us hugging and goodbye. And she that's left. Crazy was the end dude. of the interview. Yeah, and that sounds so fake. That sounds like it was staged, but it wasn't. So when did you meet her then? Um, I met her, it, uh, probably like the second year, third year I was doing the vinyl hall. So like 2014, something Word. like that. Um, and I wrote something about her cause she was with Russell at the time, the uh-huh. drummer. Yep. Uh, and he sent me the stuff and I was like, Hey, do you want to write about us? And I said, sure. And then I ended up booking them for like the first show that I ever booked too. 
and they played and then from there she was like hey do you want to make a music video together so we made little birdie and then she was like hey do you like want to be my manager and so we went on tour and that is crazy yeah yeah yo shouts to danny fucking doing her thing in portugal yeah she is real as fuck. Yeah, I love Danny so Super much. She's going to keep releasing music, too. She's going to be bigger than... It's actually... Part of me is happy because now she won't be playing as many shows because I was like, you just need to focus on the online stuff. I'm like a social media person. That's like my freelance get. That's what I do Word. other than like the Vinyl Warhol. So I was just like, you need to be like, you know, like Lil Peep or someone that like, that's how you blow up now is, is Almost online. Definitely. You don't need to play show. You can play no shows, and the first show you play is is huge. Exactly, yeah. content, content, mm-hmm. content. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, shout out Tiger Fawn. If you have not peeped the music, please, yeah. please go do that shit. Her album just came out. It's really good. Too ill. Yeah. Too yeah. ill. I was surprised by how good it was, and I like heard it before, kind of. Were you really like, surprised though? Yes. Yes. Okay. Fair. Yeah, enough. I was surprised that it sounded as good as it did. She Honestly. does some crazy yeah. shit, though. She's great, but... She definitely yeah. does some crazy shit. That totally. Is, that is for sure. And going to see her shows is always its own unique experience mm-hmm. every time. That's the best thing about her. Like, yeah. seeing her live, for sure, is just... It's always a unique experience. Yeah. Definitely. It makes me so anxious, too. Because <laughs> it's almost like I'm up there. Like, I... Because I know how... I. Because she's, she's so critical of herself where she's like, every little mistake, she's like, oh, I fucked up here and fucked up here. Nobody knows that. But because I know her music and I know what she perfect is for her yeah. so well, it's also me anytime there's something very minor. It's very... I, can, I, some, I don't even watch it. I'll usually watch like one song and then leave. It's very intricate yeah. stuff that yeah. she's doing. That uh-huh. is for sure. Yeah. I mean, we're talking layers on layers on layers. Yeah. She told me, because she's looping everything. Yep. So she'll have to play like her ukulele perfectly. And then put it down. And the then first up, time. Yeah. And then pick up another instrument and play that part perfectly. The and then, first time. Yeah. Do that like three times <laughs> yep. with her voice. It needs to be the same thing. Yep. And and I asked her how she did that. I was like, this is early on um, in us knowing each other. And she said, I'm clenching the whole time. Her butthole is like, is she's it's so tight is what she says. I but feel she that. Lo- she doesn't look like that, though. I feel that because like whenever I film skating and people skate filmers or skate videographers, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call them, they always talk about that look that the filmer has when they're filming. It's the look of concentration and focus. And everybody has their own personal look. And mine, I've, I've seen it kind of. I know my, my eyebrows furrow in a lot and my tongue slightly comes out of my mouth just because I'm just like really in the moment. Yeah. So that is my my equivalent of the butthole clench <laughs> for, for our good friend Danny there. So my friend, where are you from originally, might I ask? I'm from Lakeland, Florida. Oh. Which is like 45 minutes away. So sorry to hear that. I, yeah, it's oh, pretty bad. Man, but that is... I mean, it's whatever. It's not I have best. three Lakeland facts that I tell everybody who we Bring talk it. about where I'm from. I bet I know all of them. Lakeland used to be the meth capital of the world. I knew that one, surprisingly. I didn't think Do I was Do you know that know the artist, uh, Rick Ross, he took his name from Rick Ross, Ricky the drug Ross? dealer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was in Lakeland. That was his, like, a big... That's where he's from, I think. That I did not know. Yeah. Um, I knew the fact about Rick Ross taking the name from Ricky Ross. Yeah. But uh, free- the other, Freeway Ricky Ross, as they call him. The other one is... Uh, or the other two are Publix, which I feel like isn't is pretty like Publix is from Lakeland. Oh shit. Yeah, I went to George Jenkins High School, which is the guy who owned who like started. Oh shit. So, yeah, it's it's really you didn't know that one? No. Okay. Alright, so you got me beat on two of those. What facts. about I know I the the other one is the uh Edward Scissorhands was filmed there. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly. What facts do you have? 
Zero facts. Oh, you said to, he's like, oh, I know, I'll know those facts. So I, I put on a great bluff though, don't uh, okay, I? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. The Ricky Ross thing See? is cool. Though. I don't even know how to play poker, and I could probably beat you in poker. I'm just I don't think say. so. I know how to play poker. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah, kidding. Probably not. I have zero idea how to play poker. Damn, I did not know that about Edward Scissorhands. Man. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is crazy to me because I've seen Edward Scissorhands multiple times, but I feel like for me personally, it didn't have the effect that it had on most other people. I don't know why it just didn't resonate with me. Like I feel like it's resonated with so many other people, especially from our generation. I think it's like a pretty good movie. It I is don't a, think it's amazing. It is a good movie. I, will I like not, that because it's, it's Florida. It looks like Florida. I like the way it looks a lot. Um, now but, that you say this, it definitely makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I think most of it was actually filmed in Bartow, but like there's this one scene where he goes in and there's this huge arch and and he goes into like another barbershop and that it's when that woman like tries to like have sex with him like the yes. older woman uh and that's it's in Lakeland yeah i forgot uh-huh. about that scene yeah that definitely yeah. happened yeah. wait where are you from i'm from pensacola okay so we're we're basically in kind of same at least rural areas yeah, i yeah. would say mm-hmm. because i mean mm-hmm. my house was a 10 minute drive away from alabama state lines i was oh yeah we're talking straight uh, asshole of florida i'll take lakeland then yeah oh yeah i would too yeah because you're definitely around the more cultured areas uh-huh, you're, uh-huh. In, you're in between the culture yeah i am zero culture up there that is for sure yeah it, Jack Kerouac lovingly referred to the Panhandle as the asshole of Florida Mm-mm. back in the fifties, uh, sixties. Whenever he wrote that, I can't remember, but yeah, well, fuck him. People are mean to Florida. If you're from Florida, you should be proud. See, I people agree. dog on Florida so much. Have you ever been to fucking uh, Iowa? There's nothing good in Iowa. That's what I'm saying. There's no, there's like probably. Florida is top th- top five states. I don't understand how these mid. These like the the mid states right there in the middle. Like, how do they not get any of this hate? Why is it all directed at us? We're the weirdos. We're the weirdos. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And I guarantee, if you troll every single news outlet in every other state, you're gonna find a Florida man story in one of those other fucking states. It's just like become a thing now. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, it's become a thing now where every time like something crazy happens in Florida, it's just like, oh well, Florida man's back at it again. those are those people are in every fucking state. Totally. Not even in every fucking they're in yeah. every fucking country yeah. in the world. Yeah. So it, it's honestly it's honestly kind of shitty. That's why we're here. We're changing the the stuff. That's, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. We're changing the 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 thought of Florida. I, think. I agree. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Though. Yeah. Seriously. That's why we talk to the people that we talk to. I think that shit irks me. It yeah. definitely does. Which, if anybody like the vinyl Warhol wasn't enough. Um, description of what i do oh we're we're getting there. okay okay no this wasn't against you it's against me for naming it that name because it's not a good name at all um why do you say that uh because it's like two words that are hard to spell oh um I gotcha. vinyl warhol i came up with it when i was you know 20 and i'm 25 now i understand so it was a long time ago um and yeah what does it what does that mean i was gonna ask what you that question you? and you asked it for me okay <laughs> I mean, I can tell you what I what I thought when I was twenty. Yeah, by all means. To me, because I uh, okay, I guess I'll give you like the 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 ba- the background of the whole thing of how it got started too. Um, so in twenty thirteen, I took a social media class for my degree in advertising and public relations. Okay. Uh, and we had to start a blog, um, and we had to do like five posts on the blog throughout the entire semester, and I was just like, okay, 
Um, I'll do it about music because I like music, uh, and I'll call it the Vinyl Warhol because I, I I've always been into Andy Warhol, but I was really into Andy Warhol at the time. Okay. And I also had just started collecting vinyl, uh, which I don't even collect anymore. Um, I don't even really like it that much anymore. Sorry, f- sorry to vinyl, but um, I feel that. Uh, but so I like combine the two. It's like I love music, I love I love uh, art, and so just kind of like putting the two together. That makes sense. Yeah, it definitely makes um, sense. Yeah, but it, it's also kind of like I am the Vinyl Warhol. I am the music version of andy warhol which just sounds like such a dick thing to say too <laughs> and like the yeah oh it's awful uh, oh yeah I, yeah, feel yeah, that. yeah I feel that i understand <laughs> i understand well how was growing up in lakeland though by the way it was fine um yeah yeah it was okay i don't really it's not much to say other than those three facts i can list those for you again so there's no no other facts i mean at it's all. just like a town it's just like any town there's a movie theater it's it's pretty compared to like what's around it like Davenport, um, Davenport, Plant sucks. City, Plant City, sucks. Um, which Plant City is actually named after my family, which is what? Which a weird thing too. My mother's maiden name is Plant, but we don't have any of the money, so it doesn't really matter. I was gonna say, um, like, yeah, you, we don't have you, any of the weird. Yeah, no. are you tied into Robert Plant at all, or mm-hmm. no? Robert Plant? Oh no, no, he's from he's in, from like England. Is he really? Yeah, the from the Led Zeppelin. Yes, I don't fucking know. Yeah, that's in English. You didn't know that, that the I Led Zeppelin ra- was in English band. I've, I've seen him. I just oh, okay, rattle okay, off okay, the okay, name. Sorry, sorry. sorry. You know, I, no, 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 no. Honestly, relation. Led Zeppelin was not on my my radar. That's okay. As a yeah, child, yeah. I played guitar, and I feel like anybody who plays guitar has like a Led Zeppelin phase at some point. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, but see, my guitar phase. I, I've never played guitar, but my guitar phase was centered more on the people like before like like john lee hooker and shit oh, like that oh okay okay yes. you mean the people that led zeppelin stole from yes yeah see you said it i didn't <laughs> say it I mean, we all know it yeah but yeah. you know yeah yeah so anyways okay anyway but so- yeah lakeland was was whatever i mean the only thing that i can think of to know is that there was one record store there and they had shows sometimes and that was sort of what got me interested in like local culture I so, think that's the the biggest thing of note. Were you big into music before you discovered that venue? Uh, kind yeah yeah yeah. I started. I really didn't even start getting into music until this is weird. Until I was in like seventh or eighth grade, I didn't even. I don't think it's that weird. I didn't know, but like like on the car ride home, if my mom would turn on music, I'd be like, "Hey, can we just like drive in silence and stuff like that?" Okay, like, that's weird. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, yeah, it totally is. But yeah. Really, I, the classic rock was like the first thing that I got into, and and then it, I didn't listen to cool music in high school at all. What type of classic rock were you listening to? I mean, this was that was middle school was classic rock, the but main, that was that what was the, like, what were the mainstays? ACDC was the first one for sure. Um, Led Zeppelin was a big one. Did you ever want to rock a uh, schoolboy outfit? I with did. Your guitar? I did. I did. Oh I, shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that for Halloween one oh, year. I was shit. Angus Young. Damn. Um, yeah. And then I thought I was so cool. I went to a middle school that had uniforms, but um, uh, we private would school? have no, no, no magnet school. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, we would. I'm have, a private school boy, so I, oh, okay. I understand. Look yes. at you. You know, you know. <laughs> but so we would have like the dress however you want to days every now and then. Free day. Yeah, and one day I wore the actual like because we would also have like dress for success days where you had to wear like a tie and like the school like a button up white collared shirt that had like the logo on it what i did was i took that shirt and like ripped it up and like cut it up like i was like a punk rocker from like school of rock or whatever uh and i wore that over an acdc shirt to school oh, i thought i was yes. a, such a badass <laughs> 
Are there pictures of this? I don't think so. Oh I don't think so. God. Yeah. I've, I hope. I have pictures of me as Slash, though, on my Facebook. I hope that one of your teachers from yeah. back in that day just, for some reason, I don't know why, but they had a disposable camera in their desk and pulled it out just to take a picture at that, that time. That would be awesome. That would be amazing. I hope I become famous so that can happen it can surface yeah yes. so people can be like i have this picture of this guy when he was thought he was cool because <laughs> i was also <laughs> ugly as fuck too <laughs> i feel that i would have been ugly more than i've been i guess attractive i was a nerdy little nerdy little ugly motherfucker so i understand I, when did you start to not become that high school Hi, see i mine was like fucking freshman year of college <laughs> so oh, damn. mine was a lot longer yeah damn i had braces for eight years I was skating back in uh, in middle school, yeah. but in the rural area that I was... That's cool. Ska- yeah. No, skating wasn't seen as cool. But it is a cool thing still. Yeah. Yes, I think it's a cool thing. Yeah. I mean, now in modern society, it is definitely accepted as yeah. a cool thing. But when I grew up, it was not cool at all. Yeah. Like, I was one of the outcasts, for sure. Like, one of the, the lame-ass motherfuckers that was yeah. made fun of all the time, you know? So it's like... It's interesting to grow up like that, especially when it's just it's skateboarding itself has hit such a boom now lately that that is the fucking cool thing to do. Like, yeah. skate, skate I mean, I always thought it was cool. Yeah, but see, we're we're like minded individuals. And I tried to do it, and I would just fall because I have no coordination. Ah, I feel. Yeah, like. I can't do anything very well. That's sports, why I talk. sports were not yeah. a, a big part of your your youth. I take it. No, I mean, I did i played basketball i played soccer i played i did karate i did wrestling i did a lot of things i just like wasn't very good and didn't really like them i like soccer a lot gotcha i would still play soccer but like i'm not competitive at all so okay i feel you so i from when people would start getting really upset about the games and i would just be like i just want to hang out and have fun have fun yeah 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 we played almost all the same stuff then except wrestling I, i didn't do wrestling yeah that was a weird one my, I'm an only child, so my parents were very much like, he needs to be out in the world. Yes. Or he, with kids. So they just signed me up for whatever. I, I feel like, that. Okay. Oh, yeah. I got put in everything except wrestling. I got put in golf. Are you an only child? No. Oh, okay. No, I'm a middle child, actually, oh. which is way worse. Yeah. Way worse. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Yeah. I am the one that was excommunicated. That is for that's sure. That's kind of like being an only child, though. Because <laughs> I was ex- like, I was by myself. In general, so were you kind of? Yeah, yeah, most. Definitely. I did golf too. My dad's a golfer and wasn't good at that either. No, nope. that that's sucks. that's exactly why I got into it. Yeah. My mm-hmm. father wanted to see his his young little seed just you know develop after him, and uh, you know hit the fairway no, every time. You. That's that does not work for me. Not I like at all. driving a col- a cart and drinking beer. That is the shit. Doing that is cool. Actually, the actual stuff is just whatever. And my dad is like a super crazy competitive person, so he's like. Let me teach you how to do this thing. I was like, I don't really care. I saw some new fucking invention for golfing. It's basically a segue. <laughs> Did you see this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that thing. See, that makes me want to go golf. Just because I don't want to golf, I just want to yeah. fucking drink beer and <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah. zoom that thing all around the course at top speed. Totally. I want to see cool. a bunch of old men doing that like a bunch of like 80 year old senior pro tour people yes because that one of my friends growing up his dad was a a pro golfer and the senior tour so we would go to those and just seeing those those men who were just like you know barely existing i mean it's not a sport you have to be you know 
You, you don't have, yeah, you don't need all of your motor functions for <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, That is for sure. Yeah. Really just the top half. <laughs> there was this like guy, the, he was called the walrus. He, he looked like a walrus in the fact that his legs were really skinny and his like, but once it got to his belt, he was just like really big and he had like a mustache um, and all of his golf club, you know, you can have like the little things that go on top of them. All of those were walruses too. So he oh, like embraced damn. the name. Yeah, it was cool. He really took that yeah, walrus yeah, name yeah. to the next level. Yeah. I respect that though, you know, let that shit ride. So you discover this venue in Lakeland. Mm-hmm. And what is the what's the type of music that you were first seeing at the venue at that point? And you uh, said this is what like uh, eighth grade? No, this is probably like tenth grade. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Because that's the thing about like, there's nothing really going on, and and I was also in high school. I didn't like party. Um, gotcha. I didn't start partying until later. Um, so I was just kind of like uh, you know I would I had like a couple friends and stuff and and I didn't really do cool things so finding this music venue um, was the cool thing and it was like uh, I don't know like really shitty rock bands what was the name like of it Evolution Records it's not there anymore it closed down but it was in downtown Lakeland gotcha yeah the one person from Lakeland is gonna be like I know hyped <laughs> hyped <Fuck yeah. laughs> George Jenkins High School. What kind of really shitty Go rock Eagles. music are we talking about? Um, I remember hearing the the thing that I like. I was like that I didn't think was shitty. That I thought it was cool was someone did like Andrew Jackson Jihad cover. Oh yes. Um, they what? did a song that like interp interpolates interpolates another song. I don't remember what song it was, but that was the kind of stuff that was there sometimes. Gotcha. Which sometimes it was like that. It was a cover and it was good, but some, gotcha. most of the time it wasn't. Still to this day. Some of the craziest shows I've ever been to is Andrew Jackson Jihad. Oh, really? I saw them. I saw them with Bomb the Music Industry. Also, okay, they did like a joint set. That shit was crazy. Ooh, can we talk about crazy shows? Oh hell, do you yes. have do you have like a top top three or top five or something? I've did not crazy maybe just like best shows. Then we'll do. Mm. But you can tell a crazy one. Best shows are hard, honestly, just because there's been so many. Really? It's like, I don't know. I mean, I've had a lot too, but. They all run together now at this point. Yeah, yeah. I've been going to shows since I was like 14. Yeah. And I'm 20, almost eight now. So it's, it's, I wish, I'm pretty envious of this one friend of mine. He has this thing that he does every single year. He writes down every single show that he's went to. I would need to do that every month or I would That's what I'm saying. Like he, he knows everything. Every single show that he's been to, even at festivals, he writes down every, every person, person he, he saw, saw at the fest, yeah, yeah, and adds it to the list. And I'm like, fuck, man! Like, yeah. if I actually did that, I, I probably have like two little journals filled up or some yeah, shit. Yeah, totally. Now. Yeah, I don't, I don't. At one point, I was go, I, I go to like probably like one a week now, mm-hmm. but at one point, I was going to probably like three or four a week. So oh yeah, it was you know. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, honestly, I've toned down a lot. Yeah, I, yeah. I definitely don't go to one a week anymore. For mm-hmm. me, sadly, just with my work schedule, it's probably more like one to every two to three weeks. I but wait. you go to the better ones, you know? Yeah, I try yeah. to. I try to. And I try to keep shit as local as possible, too, just because, oh, you know, okay. like, that's, you know, you you got to. I, I mean, I will see dope-ass people when they come in town, of yeah. course. But, you know, if, I, if I'm really going to go out, especially, like, on a night that I'm working or some shit, like, I got to make it, you know, I'm supporting some... Excuse me, local homies and yeah, shit yeah. like that. But you don't have any top five or anything like that. No one has I, even ever asked you that. I mean, question? I always, this? I always remember. I mean, I, I'll say right off the bat. I mean, the Roots are put on a fucking oh, amazing wow, show. I bet that would be awesome. Oh my god, they're so fucking good. They play literally every type of music. Yeah, every type of yeah, music. Yeah, yeah. 
and it's it's a hip hop with like live instrumentation. Which exactly, I think is just the whole theme, you can't beat that. The whole theme of their show is them intermingling their songs with basically the history of music. So they go oh, okay. at the start of the show, they go all the way back to basically kind of like blues era. And they start from there and they just go through the decades as they're throwing their own songs in. So they cover shit at the same time while they're playing their own songs. That's really cool. It just goes the whole gamut. Like they, they play. How they, do they play like marathon shows? Like are they doing like three hours? Uh, Not three hours. I'd say like an hour and a half to two hours. But I mean they go in. They play fucking blues. They play jazz. They play psychedelic rock. They play be cool. like new wave shit. They play punk music. Like they literally go How from interesting. Have every you seen them show. more than once? Is, yes. Do they do this all the time? Yes. That's cool. It's crazy. I would really like to see that. I saw the first time I saw them was at Bonnaroo back in the day. Okay. And Red Hot Chili Peppers was headlining that night and they were playing right before the Chili Peppers on the main stage. And I was basically the anomaly in the crowd. Everybody was there waiting to see the Chili Peppers afterwards. And I'm not disrespecting the Chili Peppers at all. Yeah. They're they're good musicians for what they do as well. Yeah. And everybody was just talking about the Chili Peppers the whole time when the Roots was about to come on. And I'm just looking around. I'm like, these motherfuckers have no idea what's about to happen right now. Like, the Chili Peppers kind of play just one type of music. And they are literally about to hear every single genre that they could over uh, the past 50 years, yeah, basically. Yeah. So that's awesome. Roots are great. Roots are great. As for crazy shows, I would say the one that sticks out for me personally is my very first show ever because I got jumped in straight into the uh, hardcore death metal scene. Okay. That was my one of my very was first shows. Was it a show. local thing? Or yes. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Because cool. in Pensacola, it was just, it was the same thing as, you know, like Lakeland. Yeah. Not shit to do mm-hmm. at all. And that attracted a lot of kind of angsty kids to get that frustration out somehow and from there promotion groups started happening and i want to say like honestly like pensacola had one of the craziest hardcore metal scenes in florida for sure you never forget your first time being in that oh boy oh boy my first mosh pit was a wall of death oh i got fucked up i have a a wall of death story recently that happened um oh dude because you know how like you know like rap music is like becoming sort of like mosh pits at the shows are becoming like oh yes a a staple oh yes i went to atlanta to see rico nasty recently oh nice i'm envious yeah yeah it was amazing sounds like a good time but so that's the thing so she wanted to do a wall of death so she had the people separate in the middle but i think just because maybe you know the people me and you were familiar with like extreme music where people are moshing. So we learned from seeing the crowd, but um, you know, th- I feel like the mosh pits at that show in general were sort of just people like kind of pushing each other a little bit scattered. Yeah. Yeah. Like little yeah. skirmishes. So, but yeah. when they did the wall of death, instead of when she said like one, two, three, go like they, instead of like going into each other, they it just two independent mosh pits started with a big like uh, space. In the yeah. Interesting. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, at least the pits were still huge, I guess, you know? Like yeah. Yeah. On, yeah. On side. Oh, totally. I mean, it was an amazing show, but it kind of defeats the I purpose of her kind of defeats the purpose of the wall of death though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That is for sure. That was my first, yeah, that was my first pit, basically. Um, The music stopped, you know, the band is just like, all right, we're going to do this right now. And I had to turn to a guy next to me, and I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? And he's like, yeah, we're going to run at them, and they're going to run at us. You ready? And I was like, what? And then next thing I know, the music is starting. It's too late for me to get out, and... At that point, you're you're full on in. Yeah, it's it, you're in there. The craziest mosh pit I've ever been in, which is in my top five shows, um, it was um, shit. What's the band? Uh, Crystal Castles. 
Oh shit! Yeah, it was at the Beecham, and it was the. I think I was at that show. Really, really, I think it was so. like 2013, 2014. I was gonna say, like yeah, that. it was around. It was. Time. I think it's the only time that I know that they've played here. Um, but that was just like the most people. It was like a just like waves crashing of people just like flying around. Damn. Um, and me and my friend held her up, Alice Glass, by oh. her knees. She was like on her knees on the in the crowd, and we were like holding her up. That was like they're so good, nuts. Yeah, it sucks so that they're. She's not with the group anymore. I know. They have someone else. Speaking of the Beecham, yeah. one of the craziest other shows that I've been to also was uh, Odd Future. Okay. I think it was I like... imagine. I think it was like 2012. I missed that or, whole thing. Yeah. I missed that whole wave. That was, yeah. that was crazy yeah. when that whole thing happened. And it was just fucking packed. I have never seen the Beecham mm-hmm. so full. And it wasn't even... You know, there's obviously a pit going on the whole time, but the place was so fucking full. If one person on the other side of the room moved, you were going to move also. Gotcha. Because there was absolutely zero room. It was fucking crazy. I saw so much ridiculous ass shit in that show. Jesus, man. My other ones like that I was thinking of are like Jay-Z and Kanye West. Watch the Throne Tour in Atlanta. Damn, son. It was amazing. Respect. Another one would be Kanye Bonnaroo. Um, Wait, like... Three years ago or four years yeah, ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were I was there. That? Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, I was there. I was in the pit. That was awesome. See, I was like super far away, but even just being there for like the whole like where the press at, where the where press the at, press fuck at. the press, fuck the press. I love that. I, I love. So happy. People I started booing, and I just like, I was like, hey, you gotta, it you gotta take I it for what it, it is. No, it's I think Kanye. it's awesome. Yes, I think when whenever Kanye rants at shows and people are like, fuck, this is dumb. It's like to me, that's my favorite part because that's the part that's unique every night. Whereas he's going to play the same. Like, I've heard good life. I don't need to hear good life again. Yep. I would rather hear him talk. Yep. Yeah. And it's interesting, too. Maybe I, not I, now because things are a little different. But I Yes, yeah. I, I understand. I agree with you, though, too, especially at that point in time. Just because, yeah. I mean, everything that Kanye was doing at those live shows, especially with, like, the fuck the press thing, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it was very much... A, a very punk atmosphere it's oh, like yeah. fuck the status quo fuck everything i'm gonna say whether these people want to hear it or not i'm gonna say whatever the fuck i yeah. want to say regardless it doesn't matter and take it for however you will you know whether you like it or not still you got to fucking respect the man oh yeah that i love sure. that time period i love jesus yeah that was a crazy fucking show that bass was so insane and i was uh literally just trading my friend and myself uh both had G pens at the time, just loaded hey. with wax, and we were just switch. We were like, hit one and then switch it to each other, and then hit it again, and then keep switching. Mm. We did that for the entire show, and the bass was so intense that we were just rooted to one spot because we were right in front of it in the pit. I'm envious of that. That's yeah, what, I'll take that. That's the nice thing about uh, about volunteering for those festivals. That's oh, for sure. You're doing that, yeah. Yeah, I I, I volunteered for you. Like, fuck with the festival stuff in general, though, right? I know that. I do. Honestly, I'm kind of phasing out. Okay. At a later stage of my life, I did that a little while. I went to one festival and then I said I will never do this again. It's it. Can, I hate camping. It can, oh, see, I love I, camping. I can't camp. I love camping. Yeah, get I'm, too hot. I'm a I'm a camping boy. I'm yeah. a camping boy. If I'm not waking up hot as fuck at a in a tent at seven in the morning you when like the sun that. rises, that sounds good to you. Yeah, it's amazing because <laughs> you get up and you start drinking immediately again. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but then you're also hot, and then see, see, that's the thing too. We were, we were, we had a competition to see who could drink our beer the fastest, and I said I can't even compete because I just can't even drink fat. Like that's the thing, I can't drink alcohol fast because I'm gonna puke. I won pretty handily. I'm a pukey person. People at home, yeah. Do you not like puking? I like puking. No, I mean, I. I, no, I, you like puking? I dis. I don't think anybody likes puking. I mean, I'm not going to like puke every day. Yeah, but if I have to puke, I'm yeah. not going to hold it back. I'm. I'm not going to be like. See, oh. I will do anything to stop myself from puking. No, I, I'm not going to yeah. do it. If I know that I have to puke, I will go puke right away. I'll just be like, oh, mm-hmm. guys, hold on a second. I'll be right back. I'll be good in like two minutes. Okay. Literally, just got to get this shit out. Be right back, and we'll all be good. That's kind of how I go with that situation. Okay. See, I just, I resist too much. I'm just like, anything would be better than feeling like, like than puking right now. You got to let it be. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's it too. The only thing that's <laughs> But imagine if I would have puked before our interview, just from like chugging a beer. I am one beer deep and I chug it and then I throw <laughs> up. Like that, that's not a cool kind of, that's not like doing like a keg stand and then puking. Like that's kind of cool. Yeah. It's not the but best like first drinking, impression. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like. Literally on beer one, already puking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. (laughs) I understand how this goes. The thing that I think sucks the most about puking is only if you do it while you're out and about doing something with friends. Not even because you're going out and puking and everybody knows that you've puked. It's the fact that afterwards you're going to smell like fucking puke. And then everybody really knows that you puked. If you try to talk to anybody in their face whatsoever, Mm -hmm. which is usually what's going to happen if you're at a club or a bar... Everyone's going to know exactly what you just did. Yeah. Which is a sad spot to be in. Yeah. Not my favorite. <laughs> no. Anyway, so yeah, I fuck with the puking, you know? It's, yeah. yeah. A lot of vomit talk. I fuck with Kanye, too. Yeah. Yeah. I vomited. Yay was Con- trash. I vomited you, at Kanye. Did you like Yay? Yay? Um, I take it you didn't. How no, you, it was you just awful. Said it was trash. Yeah, it was so bad. There was like... Explain. It just wasn't... It w- I didn't like the music on it. I didn't... I, you didn't fuck with the instrumentals after, after every Kanye album that I've ever listened to. I've been like, let me listen to that three more times. And th- at that point, I was just like, I don't really need to listen to this again. And I even I listened to it with the the live stream that they did. Um, and then I listened to it later just to be like, do I really not like this? And I just didn't like the music. The instrumentals are fine, except for the first song that sounds like um, Wolves. It sounds exactly like Wolves. Yeah, I feel you. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just maybe it's because I'm not rooting for him anymore. I can't really root for Kanye right now. I gotcha. Um, I think that might have something to do with it. See, I didn't vibe with a lot of the past stuff before the and really, then, and then when this came out, I was just I don't know because I'm I'm just more sample heavy type gotcha. stuff. Gotcha. I I mean I grew up pretty okay. much like a straight hip hop head. You know, yeah, I, yeah, I grew yeah. up with nothing but samples and listening to old soul music and so shit you, yeah. like that. So I mean, for me, that was like a wet dream. I didn't really. So you liked the album. I liked the album. Really? I'm okay. not going to say that I love the album, but excuse me. Sorry, people. We've been. But uh, you liked it more than like Life of Pablo or Jesus or 808s and Heartbreak. Um, That's the thing. It's like I I would definitely have to put it at the bottom of his discography. Is 808s the, at the top for you? Uh, No, at the top is my, my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy without a doubt. Okay, gotcha. For yeah. sure. Yeah. See, I'm like way back in the day. Way back in the day. College Dropout is probably like number two or three for me, though. Yeah, it's uh, like I said, I I probably can't put it. I definitely can't put it above Dark Twisted Fantasy. That's for sure. Because that shit is just crazy. The yeah. The emotion and everything that was put into it's a that perfect shit. perfect album. Is, that shit is crazy. Have you ever listened to the podcast Dissect? 
Have you no. ever heard of that? No, I have not. It's a music podcast where they, they go through an album every season and they break it down track by track. It's I say they, it's one guy who does it. And each 45-minute episode is on one song. Um, and he will break down the lyrics. He'll break down the actual instrumentation. of. He breaks down like the Damn. science of music in it, like why you feel the way you feel listening to the song. That it's, sounds so dope. So the, And he did My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, and it was just amazing. That he's do, he's so doing dope. Blonde right now by Frank Ocean, Ooh, which I love, shit. too. So yeah, there's been three seasons. The first one was To Pimp a Butterfly, and then the, the other two have been those. Gotcha. Yeah. Word. Speaking of that, what's your favorite Kendrick album, then, in that case? Uh, To Pimp to pimp a butterfly, yeah. Okay, word. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But For I like sure. Good Kid, Mad City a lot. I don't really like Damn that much. Damn's good. It's good, but it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't resonate with the same way that no. like Good Kid did, or definitely not To Pimp a Butterfly. Yeah, yeah. Like, those shits are just too fire. People like to shit on To Pimp a Butterfly now because it's like the the re-listening value of it, like picking tracks out of it, isn't thing. I look at that album as like a movie. Like you don't watch a movie. Every, you know, you watch a movie a couple times and you're like happy with it. Yep. Like that's kind of how I feel about that album. I feel that. It's like a, you know, it's like what? Almost. It's like two hours almost. Yeah, exactly. If not more. So anyway, so we were talking about the venue and everything. Okay. Okay. So you're, you're fucking with this, uh, as you described earlier, you know, not so decent rock music and whatnot, Mm -hmm, covers mm -hmm. and whatnot, but there is still some good shit coming in from there. So I take it this is kind of like a changing point in life for you where music starts becoming a more integral part. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. I think lo- local culture, like the the thought that I could be part of that started becoming a thing. But gotcha. it didn't, you know, it, it didn't happen until probably like four years later. Okay. Yeah. So where do you go after, uh, do you, when did you move to Orlando then? After 2011 that? for, I went to UCF. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Did you graduate? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> It's okay. I I mean, yeah, it is what it is. I uh, decided to take acid every single day, basically, for my first year. I'm sure you learned a lot from that. Probably just as much as I learned from school. I did. Trust me. And I don't. I still don't have like a real job, so it's not like my degree is doing much for me. I learned not to take acid every day okay. for a year. I haven't <laughs> done that. I've never done that. Yeah, it's but a- I want to do it now. And listening to the the one that I listened to, you guys were talking about acid. And I, it made me want to do it more. I was like, I'm, because at that point, I've always been sort of just like, I'm a toe dipper when it comes to drugs. Okay. I'm a toe dipper. So, um. Which is a good way to go about it, though, honestly. Yeah, I yeah. mean, if you're going to be safe about these things, you yeah. have to, you have to respect the drugs. Like, yeah. if you're going to go in these situations and put yourself in that shit, you have to know what you're putting yourself into. Totally. You have to do the research on this shit before you even ingest anything. Like, I, I'm always saying I'm not one to push like yeah. psychedelics on anybody. I recommend them, but I'm not going to push them. But on I want to do it now because I think I'm ready. I'm like, okay, I'm ready to do this mentally. Like See, at the time, I'm just like I was scared to do it, kind of. But now I'm just more like I can. I'm ready to do that for sure. Yeah. See, this is a. Th- these are the conversations I like to. Ha- I like to have more with people about psychedelics. Can actually be like, well, guys. Exactly. You see the exactly. When somebody actually says like, oh yeah, no, I can see myself kind of experimenting with this and yeah. seeing what it's about. Yeah. Because it's so much more than just getting fucked up and seeing colors and shit. Like these are crazy. Yeah. Well, I would that's say a, like the spiritual thing with acid even still is it's like a nine hour ordeal, and yeah. my brain. It's just kind of like I don't. There's nothing that I would want to do for nine hours. There's nothing that I can think of that I would want to do for nine hours. Acid's pretty fun for nine hours. I mean, but that's <laughs> the thing. It's just like what? Not, you're in like hour six, and you're just like, what is going? Like, 
Oh yeah, it definitely gets like what? It gets taxing. I, but that being said, I think I'm, I might be doing it like next weekend. With I'm going to Savannah to see a good friend of mine. That's a good place. And to so do I it. think we might we might be doing acid Ooh, for the shit. first time. All I'm gonna say is, as long as you're with people you are comfortable with in a comfortable environment, and yeah. you have happy, yeah. positive thoughts going into everything, and you remain positive about the whole thing, you will you cannot have a bad time. Like you will only have. That's a- my problem. Is I don't think I'm. I think I generally am, am nervous towards drugs, uh-huh. and I feel like I'm like gonna have a bad experience. Going I think, into it, and I don't feel like that now, and that's why I think I'm ready to do it. But then that's the perfect state yeah. to be in. The first time definitely. I smoked weed, I was 16, and it was laced with K2, and oh, I freaked out. So Jesus I think Christ. that was—I think that's where it comes from. That's a fucked first way yeah. to smoke weed, man. Yeah, man. Who the fuck did that to you? It, we didn't know. We were just like, it's in Lakeland, dude. So there's not much weed. Fair but enough. K2 was really big at the time. Fuck. So I think it was just sort of like everyone threw up that I was with. Um, K2 does to puke, not fuck uh, around, man. But yeah, go okay. So, <laughs> catching you up with the with the whole sort of me getting interested in like local music. Yes. Um, came to Orlando. I mean, we can talk about puke more if you'd like. No, you know, no, it's... no. <laughs> I want to. I want to get caught up to where we are. Um, uh, like so I said, I do love puke. I took that class. I started the blog. It was a music blog. I started getting interested in Orlando music, and I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna turn this music blog into an Orlando music blog." Mm. Started doing that. And then that's kind of where it came. Gotcha. Yeah. Damn, son. Because it's not an interesting story, I don't think. But I think these things are interesting. My my social media professor has been really proud of me, though. I've gone back to her and been like, "Hey, this is what I did with that assignment that you did." And she's I mean, like, but that's this the, is crazy. That's the thing about these situations, yeah. though, is that we don't think it's interesting, mm-hmm. especially with the process of building these things up. But then years from now, later on, when you look back on the whole thing. You're just like, holy shit, man. You know, like maybe I was doing something, you know? So I think, you know, maybe you should like, I don't know. Don't be so hard on yourself. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, realize, you know, realize that you you did some shit, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm proud of it. I'm definitely proud of it. For sure. Yeah. I mean, the reason I have all the friends that I have now is because of my blog. Which is what we were going to talk about earlier. How the fuck have we not met each other before today? I don't know. I don't because we've definitely been in the same place. Oh yeah, each other. I've For seen sure. pictures been like of you and been like, oh, he was at the best of Orlando party, and and I was also at that party, but we didn't see each other. Oh, those best of Orlando parties are a shit show. That's why. Did you go this year? I did, and you know, I mean, did I you have a good time. Uh, you know, I I had an okay time. I had was, a great time. You had a great time. Yeah, my outfit was so good. Did you get multiple drink tickets though? Like no, after the mm, fact, I just drank more after. I didn't get it for free. But okay, gotcha. Yeah, fair enough. Mm-hmm. See, my problem is now as a big boy, I have a big boy seven to yeah. five job, not a nine to five. Yeah. So I can't do that anymore. Sadly, mm-hmm. when I first started going, when it was still open bar. Yeah. Oh my god, those were. Those were the days. Those were some times, to say the least. Yeah. But, I mean, I could still do that. But you hurt the next day. Exactly. Yeah. And I did that. Like, I worked at an advertising agency, and I would do that, and I would be hurting the next day. Yeah. It definitely gets painful at points. But, I mean, I still had a good time this year. Yeah. I just can't have as good a time knowing that I have to go to work in the morning and Mm -hmm. that I can't let loose. Yeah. I do love that party though. Still, just be, even though they took the open bar away, I love it because for that one time of year, everybody in Orlando is in the same spot, 
And if I haven't seen a person like all year, or I haven't seen them in six months, it doesn't matter. Like I'm going to see yeah. most everybody I know there at that night. But can and can I get spicy? Because you said that I could By talk shit on this all podcast. Means. Please. Um, I, I mean, I don't. I think the whole concept of the best Orlando thing is really dumb, though. Oh yes, yes. Bring it, bring it, bring the heat, baby. Uh, um, I'll probably be in agreement with you there. I mean, I mean, yeah. I just think it's kind of like silly to like people get people get really wrapped up in it, like it like it matters or anything. But I mean, I I write for the Orlando Weekly, and I'm saying this, so don't no, don't tell anybody that I said this. Mm. But oh, I mean, of course. I not. mean, at the same time, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I just also I, can I say this? Yeah, go ahead. I would say, and I'm, I'll give you credit more than me because I don't want to be like, but I think we have done more for this for the Orlando scene. I think we support it more than Orlando Weekly ever has. Facts. Yeah, a hundred percent for real. Yeah, that is. For and I and sure. I will say that I love Matthew Moyer, the music editor there now. I interviewed him. We have an interview coming up where we talk about a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, and I love him. And I think he's done some really good stuff. But I think as a whole, just because it's, you know, it's a paper, they they have to make the money so that they can put the issues out. It's a exactly. business, so they they can't really be super loyal to the underground. I yep. Guess. And that is also what you know brings me to my displeasures with you know Best of Orlando mm-hmm. when motherfucking Publix wins Best Subs. How the fuck does that? I'm from that... Lakeland, so I kind of, you know, I, uh, yeah, I am Team but... Publix, but at the same time, I understand. Well, they yeah, shouldn't I mean, be eligible, I don't think. I, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I mean, at this point, it's not yeah. like, if it was in Lakeland, that would be a different situation. Have you ever won? No. We were nominated last year. You lost to Tom and Dan? Yeah. Have we... you ever listened to that podcast? Yeah. Oh, is it good? Yeah, they're good. Okay. What they're is good. it? What do they talk about? It's basically just kind of like 90s radio. What does that mean? A lot of fart jokes, a lot of immature That's humor, stupid. a lot of shit. Like, but they are funny. They are oh, good okay. at what they do. But yes, it is stupid. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, but I love those dudes. I mean, fuck yeah for them. But they're easily okay, sorry. Okay. Sorry, easily. Oh no, no, you're this fine. This is why say whatever us, the fuck you want. Yeah. I don't yeah care. This is why us uh, knowing a bunch of people that but we haven't met. So I don't know who you know. So I don't know who you like. Yeah. No. They're, they're straight. They're straight. Honestly, okay. I I don't listen to that show anymore oh, okay. just because I feel like Are they nice guys though? Yeah, they're good cool. people. They're good people, that is for sure. Um they have their own little clique and everything, you know. They they've got like a whole cult following behind them, which yeah, is fucking crazy. I see their bumper stickers. I mean, it's definitely cool that they can do that. They're, for sure. They're definitely the hugest podcast in Orlando, yeah. for sure. And do people often af- ask to go to the bathroom during this? By all means, go I pee. I really have to. But can I ask you a question so it's not just like dead air? Yeah, I was going to not make it dead air anyway. Finish anyways, while so. you were talking about like uh, the best of Orlando being like, you're not agreeing with oh, it Oh, but you're not going to hear what I'm going to say. No, I'll hear it. I'm, I'm going to be like 10 feet away. Just leave the door open. I'm not going right. to go in and look at your dick or anything. Unless you want me to. I'll go look at your dick if you like. So basically with best of Orlando, the reason I really don't enjoy it is that Every time around that point of year, when it gets to the time to build up to Best of Orlando, everybody's attitude almost kind of like changes towards each other. Whereas before, especially with like the podcast shit, I see it all the time. 
everybody's like really hyped on each other supporting each other like oh yeah we're all doing this local shit we're all in this together we're all doing the same thing like let's support the shit out of each other that's how it should always be like it's always good to have competition of course like healthy competition makes you better at what you do and i consider all the other podcasts in orlando my competition but i consider them my competition in a good way like we make each other better because we're each other's competition But when it gets to the best of Orlando time, that's when the competition doesn't necessarily become healthy anymore. And I feel like a lot of people do a lot of extra shit just to be, you can pick, you can choose whichever one you want. Yeah. It doesn't matter. But I feel like that's when people do a lot of extra shit just to be realized by a local magazine, not even really a local newspaper, like a, a local magazine that honestly, if you get that best of Orlando plaque, you have to. It, do you have to pay for it, or do they give it to you? I think you have to pay for it. Oh, okay. It honestly, it looks good on the wall, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really mean shit. No. And you brought up a good point, uh, which sort of brings me back to why I think I don't like it either. Um, is the competition thing? Um, my and I've said this before. My view of Orlando, I think, in totality, when it comes to art, is. Nobody here can be competing against each other. We don't have enough people for there to be different sort of groups not fucking with each other. Yes. Um, because we're not going to be a city that's recognized larger than, than you know, like like a, the size of a New York or something. Exactly. We have to all be working together to be recognized on a national level. Um, and if so, if you're just like starting like fake podcast beef or whatever then you're not really doing much exactly which is why i, I will i will just <laughs> kind of hypocritical of me saying after being like tom and dan like what i, don't even <laughs> I mean to be honest i've started my own fake podcast beef in the in oh the, really in the past you've beefed a little bit a Who little you beefed bit with i beef with these homies at the ono radio show just because they had this podcast event of theirs at the now defunct Colonial Lanes, R.I.P. Oh, rest in peace, Colonial Lanes. R.I.P. Best karaoke bar around. Yeah, um, their bar is so good, and the wings the, there were so good. The bar was so fucking sick. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, they had an event, which is, as you know, it's literally right up the street from us, from where we are right now. It's not even two blocks, not even two streetlights at all. As you can tell by the tone of my voice, I'm getting a little a little hot thinking about it again. But um, basically, we were not invited to this event. And multiple other... It was a private event? Or? No, it wasn't oh. a private event. But it was supposed to be a podcasting bowling tournament. Oh. And there were supposed to be different podcasts versus each other. And there were different podcasts. I love all these podcasts that were invited. But... You didn't get invited. Let's just say that there was a podcast invited from Coco. There was a podcast invited from Lakeland. There was a podcast invited from Leesburg. Mm. But the nigga that was literally two blocks up (laughs) the street was not invited. (laughs) And then got a pity invite two to three days before the event actually happened. Because you started saying shit about it? No, because... I mean, I talked a whole bunch of shit beforehand. Oh, I talked a whole... On the podcast? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. That's awesome. I went fucking in, That being... Yeah, that's super hypocritical. I like beef. I think it's really interesting, but... By then... I mean, by now, we've squashed all that shit and everything, you know? But it's just like... I don't know. I have another question for you, then. Yeah, go for it. Have you ever had beef with someone that you've interviewed? afterwards not maybe not beef but so so for me we haven't even talked about this but we both like you obviously you do interviews i do interviews too Mm -hmm. that's sort of like the what my 
website has evolved into is strictly interviews. Yes, indeed. Um, uh, but have you ever had someone, you know, usually I'm like, whenever I see them out, I'll say, what's up? Like, how are you doing? Whatever. Have you ever had someone where you didn't do that? Not really. Like, really? You're still tight with everyone. Not really. Yeah. I will say, I, I don't know about tight. I obviously don't name names, but yeah, no, yeah. I, I don't know about tight. I mean, honestly, there have been a couple episodes recently where I'm just like, hmm, I don't know how I felt about that. Oh, this thing is getting like to, the content or the person, the person. Oh, okay. This thing is getting to a point now where it was a lot of word of mouth type stuff. You know, mm-hmm. like I'll have people in and I'll be like, yo, if you know somebody fucking dope, like shoot them my way. If they're doing something dope in any way at all, whatever craft they're pursuing, you know, I'd love to know about it. If you, if I think you're dope and I brought you in here, I'm pretty sure you're not going to give me some shitty ass person. Yeah. But it's getting to the point now where I'm getting a lot of people like randomly hitting me up gotcha. and just like, yo, like me. yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. But you weren't even that random though, oh, okay. too. You weren't that random. And I already knew about you in the first place. So, so why didn't I get the invite before, Steez? It's funny you say that. I've literally just had this conversation with somebody else like an hour and a half ago on Instagram. Oh, please. <laughs> I, I would love to hear about that. It's a. I mean, let's put it like this. I'm booked to November right now. That's a good problem. It is a good problem, but it's kind of shitty when you have to tell somebody. It's just like, yo, like, so I can't book you for like another three months. (laughs) Are you cool with that? Are you? Is your schedule gonna be open in three months? Yeah. But it's getting to that point now where a lot of people are hitting me up randomly like that. And like I said before, like it's not like how you hit me up randomly. Like literally, someone I have no idea who they are, never heard of them whatsoever, and. I've pulled the trigger on a couple of those and some of them have been good. Some of them have not been good. So I'm definitely learning from, from those experiences, you know, like I, I think I just need to keep it to the the formula I had it before. References are good, especially if you know the person and you like these podcasts are beautiful because I get to talk to the person. I get to understand who they are, feel them out and then I can decide afterwards or not whether I'm going to ask and be like, hey, yeah, send me some people or whatever. Uh, okay, yeah. You, I'm definitely not going to ask for that. I don't need anybody. <laughs> okay, yeah, totally. Definitely not happening. Yeah. No, but uh, but seriously, though, yeah, so that that's, that's kind of where I am with okay. that right now. I haven't really had, like, beef with anybody, though. No, 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 yeah. I just meant... Have you had beef with somebody uh, afterwards? Uh, One person, because I've, I've done... This is now, like, I, I separated it by seasons because I took a big-ass break. Honestly, it's a smart thing to do. Yeah. Looking back, I wish I had done like a season thing, but you know. No, you are like the consistency. I SR50 tweeted about this recently, um, and I love Harrison so much. Um, Shouts out Harrison. Yeah, totally. Shout out and he said, he's like, they are the most consistent people in Orlando. And I said, 100% yes. 200, 200 and I appreciate how many? That. What is Respect. it? 20 what? We are on 213 right now. 213. So. And two episodes a week, usually. That's wild. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the consistency, I think, is amazing. But wait, well, oh, the beef thing. Yes. That's what we were talking about. Yes. Um, yeah, there was one person. <laughs> I'm not going to obviously say their name, um, but they, they booked Danny for a show like a couple weeks after our interview went up uh-huh. uh, and they didn't want to pay her at the end of it. And it was, they charged at the door. Oh. Um, and as someone who has booked shows m- myself from that side, uh, you know, 
I don't think that's something you should do. I don't. I I think you definitely if if there's money at the door, you should pay everybody. You can break off a piece for yourself. I think that is totally reasonable, but you have to pay the people. So we got into a really big argument, and I was like shouting at whoever this person was. See, Not shout. I mean, you know, whatever. I understand that too because it's the same kind of relationship that goes with people in like the police force nowadays you know okay there's always the stereotypical view of the slimy promoter and all that shit Uh, that does that shit exactly and gives the bad name for the rest of the promoters yeah it's like the same thing with cops like there's always like a few bad fucking cops that make it terrible for all the good cops that are actually trying to do shit yeah I mean, I will still, I will say that while also saying fuck the police fuck because, the police. you know, I, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Fuck them motherfuckers. Yeah. But I know that some of those dudes are, they're not trying to, yeah, to, yeah. to fuck you over. But I, I would just say doing their job. there's a lot of promoters out there that aren't amazing, Slimy. which is why people like SR50 who are amazing promoters and only care about doing the stuff for the artists, people like yep. Halsey, Chicken and Beer. Actually, yep. I, I don't know Chicken and Beer's money situation or whatever, but I'm just going to assume that they do that because they are all artists themselves. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah, man, it's those people that are pushing that shit forward mm-hmm. for sure. Totally. I, like, uh, just hearing you say that, all of that, like, I bet that frustrates the shit out of you as somebody who's put on shows as well and yeah. gives that bad name to people who are trying to bring you know, culture to everybody else. Totally. Put these people's names out there. Like the artists that you feel like need that recognition. And then you have someone else who kind of comes in and does that slimy shit. Yeah, exactly. It hurts. And they're that person. I don't think I haven't seen that they're booking shows anymore. So, ah, fair enough. I kind of, all things have some shit about them to other people. Ah, All things happen in due time. Yes. It, It all, it all comes around. That is for sure. Yeah. But anyway, so, I know you were saying, you know, like you originally started a... Actually, no. You know what? I'm not even going to say that. (laughs) How did you get into the idea of just booking the shows in the first place? Because I did did some scrolling back on the Insta feed and, you know... How did I get... um, I think it's just making the relationships with people that I would cover. um, Just meeting bands and stuff, being out there, covering them. I, I was just like, I can put this together. Maybe I'll make a little bit of money and I can, I don't know, put on a night. Um that I, you know, people have fun at. Yeah. So what did you start out with? Uh, or like, where were you? The where space were you was the first at? one at 20, is in 2014, I think. R.I.P. The Fawn. Space. That was, and that's, I think, where me and Danny, like, met, too. R.I.P. The Space, for yeah. real. That was, uh, that was some that shit. That was also my first, like, interview, or not interview, but first, like, article that popped off. I had an article called, Why is the Space Important? Um, where I just, like, talk to people about the space and like wrote an article about it i think i may have read that article maybe maybe and then i came out with another one after it closed called why was the space important sort of just like this this thing too um so yeah yeah but you know it's interesting that i don't know if you know or not but i actually used to mc the first body talks that were at the space oh really yes the very I MC the very first body talk. So wait, do you know Hannah Freger? Do you know who that is? Yes. Oh, okay. That's like one of my best friends. Yes, I do. Yeah, cool. Oh yeah. You should invite her on here. We've tried. Ugly Orange? What? And we you have, couldn't get it together? We have tried. She has her own radio show. She no, loves to talk. That girl is terrible with responding to text messages. Okay, I'll talk to Not her. Not very good at all. She hit me up about coming in here. And then Hannah, <laughs> Hannah, I hope you listen to this because, God damn it, I tried to get you in here. And, ah, sigh. Hannah, Hannah, Hannah. Yeah. This girl. 
Well, I didn't know that though. That's cool. Eventually, no. Eventually, Ugly Orange will be in here. That's something I've been trying to do for a yeah. long time. Yeah. Uh, it just hasn't panned out yet. That's all. Yeah. But um, yeah, I emceed the very first body talk when it wasn't even called body talk. Mm. It was the voodoo party, and it was a house show, way over UCF side, like in Avalon Park. At a house over in Avalon Park, and they just fucking moved everything aside, you know, like classic house party situation. Moved all the furniture out into the garage, had a huge dance floor in the living room. And the next month after that, that's when it became Body Talk, and mm. they moved it to the space. Those were some good days of the early Body Talk. Oh, fuck yeah, they were, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. This, like, seriously, like, some of the best times of my life yeah. doing those parties yeah. is crazy. Well, that's why, because we were talking about Jason Kimmons earlier. Shout mm-hmm. out to Jason Kimmons. Yes. He's lived at the space for a while. Uh, he lived there, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. So I, I'm sure you've seen him around. I've def- I have yeah. to have seen him around, for yeah. sure. Damn. So yeah, I'm, I'm just going down. Memory so yeah, that's lane that's right the now. booking shows thing. That's kind of how that. I don't do that anymore though. No I, more booking I shows. I hated it. I hate it. Why'd you hate it? Because it's it's stressful the entire night. I'm not having fun because I'm running around making sure everyone's okay and everything's going according to schedule and stuff. And you know, it's just it's whatever. It's, I, to me, it just like wasn't worth it. I totally understand that. I did. I would rather put my energy into like talking to people or i did one event for the podcast and it was mm. our one year anniversary mm. i've never done an event since because i just felt like all that anxiety all yeah, that it just stressed me out it's just yeah. i wasn't even enjoying it you know like mm-hmm. i didn't enjoy the fucking one year celebration yeah. of what i was doing the, i just i was just like why do i want to make myself feel like this honestly yeah. it kind of shoots myself in the foot i guess though because people want to participate and meet up and all that shit but it's just like ah I mean, you said you have like a Facebook group that you guys you post yeah, on. Yeah, but it's barely participatory. Those motherfuckers are lazy as shit in there. I mean, I'm calling all y'all to out. To me, uh, yeah, but that's cool. I mean, that's yeah, that's kind of like that. And and there are other ways to build community than just having like in person events. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm not really worried about yeah. it. The way I view it, like people who fuck with the content are gonna fuck with the content. That's that's what it comes down to. That's honestly. what it's about. That's why they got into it at the first place. So. Exactly. So. You stop fucking with booking the shows. Mm-hmm. You say fuck that shit. And what kind of pushed you into the direction of actually doing like the interviews, especially in the written form? Because right now in this landscape <laughs> with a lot of people, you know, doing podcasts and shit like that, it's not necessarily like the most common thing to see people putting out these interviews still in yeah. written form. Yeah. Which I myself personally think is fucking dope. Thank I, you. Thank I, you. You're I the you one should... person that I do it for then. Well, I did tell you that uh, I read like somewhere between 10 to 15 of them Which before is like, we did this. Which is like 30,000 words. Yeah, buddy. That's yeah, a lot. Buddy. That's a lot to ask of people. I am a reader. Um, But I think getting interviews, I had done a couple here and there and, and they always... One, I, I enjoyed them the most. I think I like talking to people more than I actually like writing. Um, I think I'm a good writer, uh, but after a while of talking about bands, there are only so many words you can use to describe ha- like how good this like shoegaze band is or something. Yep. Um, so talking to people was always my favorite thing to do anyway. Uh, and the interviews that I had done were the most successful things that I had done too, like the things that got the most traction, the most shares. Um, which like I said, I'm a big social media person. So like, I like that dopamine rush from the, from the, sh- from getting shares and the stuff likes like and that. The shares, yeah, yes. totally. Um, so that was kind of where I just wanted to start, start putting them out and, and, and the written thing, I, I don't know, I guess was just sort of like a, I don't have like mics and stuff to do this. And I, I don't know, I just, I guess I wasn't really thinking about it. 
Um, but I but I did like something that I've heard, and the biggest compliment I think I've heard about the interviews being written is is I read this in the, that person's voice. Um, to me, that's like a huge compliment. I mean, not really, because I'm just writing down what they say. But I really wanted that to be a thing where I don't edit the interviews very much. I keep in like the buts and the ums and likes and, you know, all those sort of words that make conversation what it is, Um, which is actually me copying off Andy Warhol because he did that with his magazine, Interview Magazine. So So we're kind of in agreement there, though. Yeah, where you don't edit at all. Exactly. Because I, I I like people to be represented in the way they want to be. Can I have that other beard? Do you have another? Yeah. One of that? Yes, I got you. Thank you. I got you. You're making me very envious too, because your painted nails want me to make me make me want to paint my nails again. You it's, should. It's been a while. It's definitely been I a while. Love it. I get com- I, I got a compliment today, at the at on your the, nails. Do you want a flash? The girl was like, "I love your nails." Fucking right. Thank you. Orange is a badass color too. Yeah. Don't look too close though, because they're really bad. <laughs> This is this nail polish is from the dollar store, so it doesn't actually work very well. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Fair um, enough. Yeah, it's been a long time. I used to do it like pimp style, and I'd only have my pinkies. <laughs> is that pimp style? <laughs> Painted, I guess. Uh, okay. Like, like I guess the pimps usually had like pinky rings on or whatever. Uh, okay. So I was just like, yeah, this is my this is my my pimp ring. Yeah. You know, my my pimp nail basically. Other people would refer to that as the Coke nail because that's the nail that you... It has to be extra long. Exactly, mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you know, not for me. Not for we me. We should go get our nails done together. That would be a cool thing to do. So fucking down. You have no idea how you many times... get the little hand massage and then they cut your cuticles Manny stuff. Petty, we fucking out, I've son. never had a Petty. I don't think I could do that. I'm oh! super ticklish. Oh! My toes are too ticklish. All right, here's my admission for the day. Okay. Never had a manicure. I've had plenty of pedicures. Oh my god! Is that because you think you need them? Do you have like really nasty feet, and you're like, I gotta no. get them? I will say though, I do kind of qualify as having a nasty foot now because I fucked my toe up, and now it's just black. Look at oh, that thing. Yeah, it's black. Dude. The only bones I've ever broken are my big toes. That was like two or three months ago. Wow. Yeah, I was skating and I landed wrong just doing some flat ground shit. Just the basic fucking shit, yeah. which is always how it happens. And the wheel landed on top of my big toe and my other foot landed on top of the board, which just put pressure on top of the board into the wheel, into my big toe. And wow. I just crushed the fuck out of it. And uh, That's like why I don't do things like that. Yeah, it gets gnarly at points. Yeah. That I is broke, for sure. I have a, a less uh, cool story of how I broke my big toes. I broke both of them in a potato sack race, and I fell over, and I broke both my toes. Oh boy! Mm-hmm. Oh boy! That's not yeah. a good, not a good yeah. look. Yeah, yeah. God damn! Son. I'm kind of a spaz, like a weird, <laughs> like the the throwing up thing. That uh, yeah. But that's what makes you you. Yeah, totally. If you I were, embrace it, though. If you weren't breaking your toes... People don't a, think that, though, yeah. I feel like, about me, but... If you were not breaking your toes in a potato sack race, you yeah, wouldn't be you. Yeah, I th- uh, yeah. Quick on the throw-up thing. Threw up on the first date I ever had. I threw up all over. Yeah. Um, all over her? Yeah. Like, on her clothes? Yeah. It was oh. at an amusement park. Had those little Smuckers peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Mm, you you got to go into detail Had those here, yeah. before... <laughs> Oh wait, like the uh, the uncrustables? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in. I was in. Okay. Do this not make your stomach hurt? They make my stomach hurt a little bit. I mean, they did that day. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. I was in eighth grade. First date with a tenth grader. Wait, what the fuck? You were dating girls in eighth grade? I mean, I went on a date when I was in eighth grade. Date girls. I wasn't like. But still. 
Yeah, I, I went on a date with a girl who was in 10th grade. I think I went on a date with a girl till junior year of high school. I mean, I was ugly, but I guess I was macking ignificent pimp game. Confident, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that being said, so we went to this like in the church of this Catholic school. They would have like a little carnival every year, and before for dinner, I had like three of those Uncrustables. Um, and oh, we went on one of those the the spinny rides where you spin, and then there's the wheel in the middle that spins too, to make you spin more. You know oh, what I mean? kind of like the teacups. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yes. Um, and I just started feeling bad, and there was like it was four of us. One of them was her. I think she was directly across from me, and then another couple, um, oh, friend. And then I threw up all over the wheel, so it was just going everywhere. Oh, they, they stopped fuck. the ride, and then no, I proceeded to. I was trying to play it cool. I was like, you know, whatever, it's fine, it's fine. So I kept hanging out, and like I threw up on her. I think probably like at least two more times. Oh fuck! Yeah, it was bad. It was bad, man. Oh, I have no shame though. Like I have, that was the worst thing that's probably ever happened in my life. God so it's like, damn. like as far as embarrassment goes. So I don't really get embarrassed anymore. I feel that. Yeah, I yeah. feel that. You're, uh, you're broken in to say the least with embarrassment. Yeah, yeah. Damn, that's fucking crazy. I'm sorry to hear that, but you it's know okay. it, it is what it is. You know, I'm sure she remembers that to this day. Yeah, more than likely. Uh, I forgot what you were talking about right before that, but it doesn't matter. So I wanted to talk about a couple of the people that we've also interviewed the same people okay. together, just because this brings back to brings me back to the the concept I was bringing up earlier that we've apparently known all the same fucking people without yeah. meeting each other, which is ridiculous to me. I, I gotta say. So up oh, right off the bat, the boy Halsey, love him. That man is wise beyond his years. I oh yeah. Say. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. Like Yeah. I honestly didn't know him that well before I interviewed him and when Me I neither. Ha- when I had him in the talk, like I was just immediately blown away. Was it just you and him that time or was it No, there was I, other people there, right? Yeah, there was I other people there. Okay. There was other people. Cuz he doesn't talk all that much. No, he doesn't. Um he doesn't. I yeah, I loved talking to him though. I very much admire his work. Oh, for sure. I have a I have a painting of his in my room. He's got a um, uh he he's got a just I don't know. He's just got this this amazing outlook on life. Yeah. Especially with, you know, the characters and everything he does with the repetition. Yeah. I mean, he he knows what he wants to put out there. Totally. That is for sure. Yeah. I think we talked about like iconography a decent amount too, mm-hmm. which is like you said the repetition, it's sort of like pasting these things all over with the wheat paste stuff that he does. Yep. Um I don't know. Yeah. You, like I knew him, I knew the artwork before I knew him, obviously. The man's a so. little genius. Yeah, he is. He's to very good. S- to say the least. Who else? Who else have we both Let's interviewed? Let's see. Who else have we interviewed? Oh, I'm looking at Ugly Orange right now, and it's Ooh. making making me sad again. Hannah. You gotta Nicole. Talk, you gotta talk he, to Hannah. Honestly, I don't know Nicole that Maybe well. Nicole would probably be the best person to talk to then. Hannah can be a little, you know, we just frazzled re- from time to time. She has a lot going on, though. She does. She does. But Hannah, come on, guy. Damn it. We always <laughs> Hannah, how long have we known each other? I come on. <laughs> Jesus. I hope she doesn't take offense if she's listening to this, but she's like like to hang out with her because we like hang out, hang out. You have to call her multiple times. See So maybe that's the thing. You just need to like an- annoy her more. She did she did tell me this yeah. when this was going down. But the whole way that I viewed it, I was like, you know, Hannah came to me and she was just like, yo, we should do like a podcast together or whatever. And I was like, all right, cool. Hell yeah. <laughs> if never- I hate if I hit you up after the fact and you don't hit me back, like that doesn't make yeah. me hype yeah. to like do it, you she know? She has a radio show too. 
God I don't know if you, yeah. damn it, Hannah. We're we're gonna get this shit done. Don't yeah. worry, Hannah. It ain't, it ain't a thing. All right, who else is there? Harrison. Harrison. Shout out SR fifty. Yeah, that's. Abs- yeah, did you knew him well before? I imagine, right? Did oh you? yeah, just because yeah. of skateboarding yeah, oh, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Skateboarding, filming, like I've known him for a long fucking time. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, probably since like I want to say 2010 or 2011. Wow, wow. But that's that, like he's the he's so good. That's like around the same time that I met Danny too. Oh really? Yeah, I've known her for a long time, oh, a long okay. time. Okay, but she, that makes sense too. Like the the skateboarding thing makes sense, but Danny and I know she's she. It's kind of like actually, I think I met Danny when I first came to Orlando in 2009. Really? Because I think how we met, we were in Normal together at UCF. Oh, I think I might have talked about this with her. Yes. Yeah. That, uh, yeah I think that's what it was. I think that's where I met her yeah. at. Uh, Harrison, we just met through skateboarding and okay. shit like that. That Harrison interview is probably like one of my favorites because of how we sort of did that one that's where we him did like three separate interviews yeah, I, in one night i read the whole thing and i was like this is it like yeah. this is the best way to capture harrison because yeah. that's literally what he does yeah every fucking night whether he has work or not in the next morning totally is crazy He's a professor now did you know that i didn't know that he what was the working fuck? at valencia doing teaching classes on sound what and video yeah harry what the fuck, i don't know dude. if he's not talking to people about that but fair enough sorry that's literally him though like i can't do that shit especially when i have work in the morning like yeah yeah he he doesn't care this man every night and he will go and even if he has to only spend 10 to 15 minutes at your show yeah he'll go just to say that he was there and then go and then leave so he can hit everybody else's show in the same night yep we went to three events that night that's like a chill night for him too yeah yeah seen that man be I at like love and that's kind of like whenever we hang out we always do something like that too because i love doing stuff like that yeah man but i don't do it enough yeah. yeah no he he puts on probably harder than anybody else i know for the local culture for sure yeah like he that man represents orlando hard who else do we have let's see we got fiona okay he was in here Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I would actually love to listen to his. I've known him for a long time also. Really? Yeah. I think kind of same same thing. I think I met him through normal also. See, I didn't... Something with my interviews is I, I want to talk to people that I have either like talked to a couple times offhand at like shows and stuff. And I'm just like, I want to have a one-on-one conversation with you. Because I know once we do that, our relationship is then on like another level. Exactly. He was one of those people that I was like, I have to talk to him just to sort of like... I just want to be like cool with him. He's such an interesting character. Yeah, yeah. That was a good one. We went to the fair in that one. Yep. I saw. That was a really yeah, that was fun. I saw. I love those pictures. Yeah, I've known him since he since before he was DJing and he was trying to do stand up comedy back in the day. Really? I didn't know that. Was That's, it good? I bet it was good. Uh, it I mean was, it was all right. Com- I mean, he's really funny, but that you know Stand up comedy is different. Exactly. Sometimes it doesn't translate as yeah, well. Yeah. And there was a huge, uh, there was this huge famous situation that happened back then where he had the heckler of a lifetime and it was recorded and just this whole fucking thing went down. Really? I could, I can't remember all the details right now, but I could potentially find it after this. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> we definitely talked. I'm sure he would love us bringing that up. Oh yeah. I mean, to be honest, I, I brought it up in the first interview I did with him. <laughs> yeah. So he was one of the first people that I ever interviewed. Oh Really? Man, just because it was like you know, like it, it's kind of how these things like start. I remember first hearing about him when he was Mister Three, and just and listening to that music and just being like, "Wow, this is 
cool. Like I need to find out who this is. It's been so crazy yeah. for me because I've just always known him as Big Harry. Okay. Because that's what he used to be called back in the day. And he's gone through so many fucking name changes yeah. that I can't keep up anymore. Yeah. I'm glad that it's been Fiona for a while now. So yeah. I'm I'm honed in there. Yeah. I'm honed in I wonder there. if people even know that it's like off the Fiona Trapple thing though. Exactly. Like it's just Fiona now. Like it's sort of, is it, is he referring to the hippo Fiona? Yeah. People don't even know. Exactly. And then uh, one of my favorite other AKAs of his is Alanis Percocet. Okay. That's a was good that one a, Was that a name he went by on like... It was like, just an AKA. Okay, just it, a, yeah. it was never really like an he, actual. What is name. he right now? He, his Twitter name is something funny. I Drip Skylark. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, he. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Oh man. Something that we talked about on on that interview is that he felt like he was ready to leave Orlando, and I I definitely think that he's someone that will have success. Um. No matter, like he. Oh yeah. Yeah. Totally. Oh, yeah. He's just he's super charismatic too. Yeah. And he just draws people into him. Like, literally, if you go out with this man in a club, he's literally got, like, every girl around him, which is ridiculous to me. I just don't understand how this happens. But Perry. he's just cool with them, I think. I know. That's he's, the thing. He, that's the thing, too. He's just a nice guy. Like, he, he is just... a, He's literally the nicest dude, and he will be sitting at the club with a girl on his lap, and it's not even that big a deal. Like, he's it's just, just like, his friend. Right, this is whatever, yeah. This is his friend. This is my friend just sitting on my lap. Do we have any other... Beta, the last one. Oh, really? Okay, cool. Yes. Yeah, that was my second interview of that I was whole like say, series. Yeah, and I gotta give props to Beta because honestly, one of my favorite DJs in Orlando, like hands down. Yeah, that one of my favorite people in Orlando. Oh, fucking <laughs> yes, <laughs> He's yes, so cool. he is the illest. I love that dude. Yeah. How'd you meet Beta? Um, probably either. I don't know. That's a, I feel like that was when we became like, like good friend like i would call him my friend Tight, after that. yes um but i knew i don't even remember probably through like tys or lab work probably lab work honestly something gotcha. oh and he did stuff with tmd did you, did you ever yes. go to those events yes um yeah he he did stuff with tmd and and, and i probably met him through that gotcha yeah, yeah shouts to beta man yeah, he's the him. fucking G'd up person he For is. Real? Oh my god, he gave me this fire ass vintage shirt a couple days ago too. I was super hyped on it. Really? Super hyped. Yeah, it didn't fit him, so he was just like, "Yeah, you, you can just have this shit." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Yes." Now, he, oh, go ahead. Oh go no, ahead. I was just gonna give him a compliment that he just like is forever young. He looks so young, but he. I didn't know. Is not. I didn't super know. Super young, you know. I I'm not gonna put him out there, but I didn't yeah, know. Yeah. And he he let me know one day, and I was like, what? Yeah. Dog, I thought, I, what? I love him. Yeah, he's the best. Now, beyond the people that we've already interviewed, okay, the yeah. same the same people, who is some of your favorite interviews that you've done? Um, Jason Kimmons, for sure. Um, that was a really cool one um, because I feel like a lot of people, that's the one people have come up the most to me and, and been like, this is I loved this interview, mm. uh, and I think that's just because he was like such like a mystery to people, um, because he's just a weird guy. Gotcha. I mean, not I don't know, I wouldn't say that. He's just a he's very unique, and I think he's also like kind of private too. Um, but that was a really good one, especially because we were at his house and and we recorded the whole thing, um, and I really just like hit record on my phone and like 
kind of let it go. And then because we're, we were friends before this, so I knew it would be okay with him. I was like, Oh, okay, we're done now. He's like, Oh, you did the interview. Like we did that. That was the interview. He didn't even know that it, that it was. So that was definitely my favorite. Um, one of my favorites. Other than that, I don't know. Will you just, will you name some of them? Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Season one had like 23 interviews in it. So let's see. There's sugar plum. Well, see, now if I don't say, like, oh, yeah, that's one of my favorite interviews, everyone's going to be like, oh, no. Well, how about, well, well, how about... Um, <laughs> Can you show me the list? Yeah. I was going to say, should you potentially mention that one right there in the middle? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I interviewed my girlfriend. I was going to say, va- it was, that actually, that originally came out on Valentine's Day. Is she going to listen to this? Probably. Yeah, okay. I think so. We actually had a conversation about... Tell her to skip like, over that part. Is there anything I shouldn't say in our interview? I was like, I, I mean, I don't know how, how spicy it was going to get, so... I mean, yeah, but... I don't know. That's my that's my girlfriend. Like that's number one. Right I read there. that I read that interview, and it's funny the way you started off. It was like, so I really don't know how to get into this because I pretty much <laughs> know everything about you already. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Tell me about yourself. That I would. I haven't read that. I would like to actually reread that to see how things have changed. Like, just how we would talk then to how we talk now. I mean, yeah, that's my favorite person. So yeah. How long have y'all been together? Like four years. Damn, son. Yeah. Damn, son. Her. Getting it. I love Getting we're moving, it. I, I mean, we're moving to Atlanta next year at some point. Oh, so, so, yeah. shit. That's, it's taking the next step. Trust me, I feel that, especially after just coming back from Atlanta this past weekend. You want to move there? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. It is fucking oh, the, amazing. I wanna, I'll want to. i do the shout out to the On God. I think that was good. Um, Do you know, Have you? do you know, are you familiar with On God Records? I am not. They're they're out of Kissimmee. They're just like sort of like a collective um, of of rappers and some singers too. Um, and and that was really cool because it was a whole group of people. Because usually I do either one on one or like two on one or something like that. But that was probably like seven people, and we were just like going around talking. Uh, Deadmon Burns is in that, and I think Word. he's really cool. Randy Santos, who I actually interviewed solo for this next season. Um, yeah, that's a really good group of people. Local Legend, I think, is really amazing. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, Ugly Orange, but that's just because we're, like, amazing friends. Yes. Yes, um, indeed. I mean, I love all of these people. That's the thing is I really only talk to people that I either like already or am interested in, in getting to know better, I, I think. I feel that. So... Which I totally understand. That's the same idea yeah. of what I'm doing here. Yeah. That's why I like I was drawn to this too as well. You know, I was just like, man, like this is somebody else who understands this idea of wanting yeah. to get to know these people and also while getting to know them, allow other people to have a look as yeah. well. Can we get into that a little bit? Can I ask you something about that? Because yeah, I think sure. I think interviewing is such a such like a you know if you, if you don't do it you don't know how to do it it's sort of like a skill that you learn um and i think people do it in different ways because because one of the things that i i listen to like like music um youtubers or podcasts like all the time like yeah i think we talked about like joe budden the breakfast club um the needle drop like i i listen to all these people amanda seals i think it's an amazing podcast too hey. um but uh and everyone has like sort of different styles and stuff. So I guess I just, I mean, I've listened to your stuff. So I, I sort of, I kind of get your style, but, um, you do do a lot of research though. I, I see. I mean, if you're at 12 thing, do you usually do a lot of research on these people? Honestly, not really. 
To be completely no, honest, no. I really you. don't. I just know that you had a bunch of written stuff out gotcha. there. And it was just easier for me to be able to do that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I could just literally put on an instrumental, like an instrumental playlist oh, or whatever, and wow. just fucking read. Like, yeah. that's, I mean, I love reading, yeah. honestly. So, with you, it's kind of a rare situation just oh, because, like, well, thank you. Oh, no problem. I'm actually, um, like, a, to tell everyone, I, I am starting to put out the actual recordings of them, too. Yes. Um, I did that the first time. I'm on now, like, the the second interview of like this new group this new batch um the first one didn't have it i i might eventually release it just because the audio quality wasn't super good that was with this band called tv dinner um and then but this one the the one that's out that i put out yesterday is with a a fashion designer from new york that is great i mean i loved the way that interview came out um I don't know. Wait, what were we saying? Oh, styles. Yes. We're talking about styles. Interview styles. What about yes. like questions? Do you have, do you write down questions? Do you have no. Quite, yeah, no. I, I think that's corny. I don't write down questions at all. I uh, try to think of one question and then I think, I think like, okay, what's my opening question going to be? And then the conversation goes on from there. And exactly. then I have little points that I want to touch on. But, exactly. Yeah. Like I've, I've touched on most of the points I wanted to touch on. Gotcha. You know, so naturally. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'd much rather have the conversation totally. be organic and actually sprout from shit. Otherwise, we wouldn't have yeah. talked about puke for so long. Like that's <laughs> like that. That's the shit that I love, though. Yeah. Like I mean, I like the rants. I like the tangents. Totally. I like me all too. that shit. That's because, natural conversation. Because if you're not doing that, it's just me sitting here with like a stick up my ass, being like, "So where did you go next in your life?" Yeah. And it's just like, man, that that shit is so yeah. forced. That yeah. shit is so weak to me, honestly. Yeah, I hate it. Like people see right through that shit. Yeah. Like the, I always tell people whenever they leave here, like I just hope like that you had a good time, you enjoyed yourself, and that this would be something that you would like to do again. Like that's really all I want from this situation. I want people to feel comfortable. I want them to feel cool, and I want them to feel like like it's nothing. Like we're literally just shooting yeah, the shit. Yeah. Like we are. I think now too, especially in like the the sort of era that we're in, where everyone can kind of have a voice. That's like really important. Like people can can spot the interviews where they just sent questions to their press person um, and then they answered them on a computer or something like that. That's yep. I, I don't know about if you've phone interviews. I hate, I don't do them. I hate doing phone interviews. It I've makes done, me so anxious. I've done one phone interview and it was on the radio and I wasn't supposed to curse and I cursed a lot. Oh, you did, you did the interview. Like you were the person being interviewed. Yes. Okay. See, that's yeah. different, but I meant like actually interviewing someone on the phone. No, you never, never do it. It's, Caesar, shut the fuck <laughs> up. God damn. So I don't know if anybody else could hear that, but my they cat my cat is meowing like a motherfucker right now and he will not shut up. Aww. Anyways, I'm sorry. It's, okay. uh, he, it's actually about his eating time, but that's why he's oh, meowing that's at me. Why he um Yeah, I haven't done any phone interviews. I did one like I was just interviewed for a, a magazine kind of south of here ish. Okay. And that was like an email interview. That was so fucking weird, man. Yeah. I don't like know. sitting there thinking about my response and then having to look back at my response yeah. and like proofread it and edit it. I was just like, man, this shit is not natural That's at not, all. Yeah. Like this is just like a canned response. Like I, honestly, I went back and looked through a bunch of my answers and they all just like sounded the same to yeah. me. Yeah. I was just like, I feel like I'm just saying the same fucking thing over yeah. and over again. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I had the opportunity to interview someone um, over the phone recently, and I just, like, 
once they said that, I was just like, I don't really think I want to do it because it's not. I'm not going to be as good. I know I'm not going to like enjoy doing it. It's going to make me anxious in the moment, and then I'm going to be awkward because I've done that for the weekly a couple times. I've interviewed some people, um, you know, touring bands that were coming into town. So this is why I, I also them. enjoy having people in as well because yeah. if you're interviewing somebody over the phone or whatever, you're not getting the eye contact. No, you're no. not getting. The actual tone and inflection of yeah. people, their body language. There's so much that's missing out on that shit. Yeah. It's like you don't have, especially when you're doing this. Like I make fun of every single person who comes in here and plays on their phone while we're doing this. It's like we're trying to have a conversation right here. Why the That fuck? happens? Oh, all the time. Really? All the time. The only time you see me play on the phone while I'm doing this is because I'm literally trying to take like some type of Instagram story video yeah. at the same time while concentrating on what the person is saying. And it's 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 always funny whenever that happens. See, but if it's like just one on one, I feel like you can't you can't do that. Oh, definitely. Right? Definitely yeah. not. I've had people, though, surprisingly enough, do that shit one on one. It's it's ridiculous to me. Do and what it, shit? Do that shit where you're absolutely just playing on your phone and not paying attention to the conversation whatsoever. I just did that. Yes, he did. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he did. But, uh, but I see that. I mean, it definitely happens more when there's like two to or three to four. other. I've never had anybody do that during an interview. That must be nice. Uh, Yeah. I don't know what it, I don't know what it is, but also mine are, aren't that long. I I try to keep mine to like 20 minutes, 20, 30 minutes or like writing it out is like hell. I mean, it already is hell. It's my least favorite thing about the whole, um, about all of it. But yeah, well, see, that's why I I enjoy about this because I can keep them as short or as long as I'd like. Yeah. Like if we're having dope conversation like this, which I think we are. Yeah, totally. Just let that bitch run. Like who cares if that shit is dead in the water? 30 40 minutes in you best believe I'm gonna pull the plug soon. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's uh, you got to like. Be able to read that shit. Totally. Because as I'm sure you may have come across, potentially there are people who enjoy talking and are very open to discussing things. And then there are people who make it like fucking pulling teeth. So sometimes you have to like indulge. I don't know a- if I've ever had anybody who's, I felt like pulling teeth. Oh, you haven't had that situation. I don't think okay. I would want to talk to them then. It sucks. I would probably just be like, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I guess that's a lucky thing. It sucks. But also, yeah. you've interviewed two hundred and thirteen people. Well, they haven't been. Yeah, it hasn't been twenty-five. Like, I don't think you know? it's been two hundred and thirteen because there's there's a oh, lot okay, of okay. like re- repeats oh, here okay. and there. You but know? you know like, what I mean, like yeah, for sure, for sure. I know what you mean. I don't even know if I could. I don't know what I would do if someone pulled out their phone. It is insane. I call them out <laughs> every time it happens. I call them out in here. Have like, you, has yeah, anyone ever gotten mad at you during an interview? You think? Has, uh, has there ever been like yeah. issues? Yeah, there's definitely been some issues. Anytime that there's been like political discussion brought up, mm. that gets pretty out of hand quickly. Yeah. Yeah. It's and I've always said I didn't even do that discla- that part of the disclaimer before this, so I'm a bad host because I'm saying I always say this and I don't always say this because I didn't say it before what? this one. I try to tell people before the show also that we're here to have intellectual discussion. Oh, okay. We can agree to disagree at the end of the day, but we're not going to yell over each uh, uh, excuse me, yell over each other and talk over each other and do all that shit. Oh, okay. And even though I say that, it doesn't necessarily happen. I've never I don't even think I would allow that to happen. I don't know. That's See, I think it's, maybe maybe that's sort of like the That's my me, p- me putting a filter on on what I do cuz I think like 
my thing is like I would never ask you a question or say something that I wouldn't say to you like I wouldn't ask someone the first time I met them. Yeah, Does that I make sense? That. Like that's that's kind of been my thing. Like I'm not going to ask you about your about having sex with your girlfriend yeah. because I wouldn't that's inappropriate because I don't know you. Exactly, you know what I mean? Exactly. Um and not not saying that you maybe ask questions that are inappropriate, but I don't even know like No, anytime those situ- like that. Anytime those situations have been brought up, it's always the guest bringing it up. It's usually right after some huge current event has happened and somebody is feeling some type of way about it huh. and they just want to talk about it and get it off their chest. Because I'm not the person to fucking go in and start yeah. asking you like, oh, who the fuck do you support? Or I'm not that fucking dude. I'm, I'm here to talk about basically like that person and yeah. whatever the fuck else comes up. Yeah. But that's also what shoots me in the foot because whatever else comes up, also happens to be you're not political like a, shit from you're time You're not time. like a Trump supporter, are you? Where you're like, no. you're defending Donald Trump on here? Okay. No. So if I said, fuck Donald Trump, that's my political stance? I don't give a fuck. Fuck, oh, okay. fuck Donald Trump and okay. fuck every other politician okay. I get ever. That. Ever. Fuck all politicians. They are all shiesty ass motherfuckers that are trying to take your fucking money and contribute to their own personal funds. Fuck those motherfuckers. But I could also see how someone would take issue with that. <laughs> Oh like, yeah, for sure. You're saying that, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Oh, most definitely. I mean, but but that's the interesting part about the situation. Like, I grew up yeah. with a military family. Like, my dad was in the military for oh, okay. twenty years, and he is the dude who taught me not to trust a single politician. That makes sense. Yeah. And so, like, if the man who is literally in the military working for the government tells yeah. me not to trust any of the people that he works for, yeah, I'm not gonna trust those motherfuckers. Yeah. Fuck that shit, man. They all have their own hidden agenda, like always. It doesn't matter. Like you can try to be the good person in office and make change, and that's all well and good. As soon as you get into office, if you manage to be voted in, you're gonna realize shit doesn't play like that. When it gets okay. down to that level, the political level, you're gonna have lobbyists after your ass. They're gonna make it incredibly difficult for you to get anything you want done. Yeah. Have you ever had your entire party? Turn their back on that you. That is meowing. So oh yeah, much. that's some serious meowing for sure. Do you want to take a? Do you want to feed the cat? Yeah, I don't care. Okay, he'll, 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 right, he'll right. eat a little bit. Technically, he's not supposed to eat for another yeah. three minutes. But can you say that that at least that some are worse than others? Though, can you? Do you? Some are. Oh yeah, that? hands okay, down. Oh, okay. for sure. Okay, so you're not just like yeah. I, I mean, I, I do give a blanket uh, a blanket you know charge against all politicians just gotcha. because I know they all have their own hidden motives. Yeah. I mean, if you're getting something passed in Congress, it's because some other company or somebody else is lining your pockets with money getting that passed. That's why most of these parties, usually they're all in agreement with each other because they're all trying to work for the same Mm -hmm. common good or greater good or whatever, which isn't necessarily what most people think is being talked about in the media. It's about the underlying messages, whatever, whatever is the tiny fine print in that bill of whatever law is being passed that nobody pays attention to yeah. that helps this corporation out way down the road with whatever it is they need to happen because they're in every politician's yeah. pockets. I think like the most obvious example of that is probably like the gun control thing where people mm. are just like completely blindsided to any sort of like that because they're in the NRA's pocket. Mm. Or, yeah. Something I mean, like yeah, I definitely. Mean, yeah. Definitely for sure. I mean, it go def- it always goes both ways. That's the thing. I always try to look at things from a, a 
a central point of view. I'm I'm no party affiliate. I don't fuck with mm-hmm. the Democrats. I don't fuck with the Republicans. I don't fuck with the Green Party. I don't fuck with anybody. I fuck with whoever are the people the that people. are speaking to me. If they're in if they're in that position, I fuck with the people who are who are speaking to me and I agree with. And I fuck with what the people themselves have to say because that's what it comes down to. And that's what's made me lose faith in a bunch of fucking politicians because most of the time, what the people are saying is not what is translated into Congress. Yeah. Like, it usually rarely is translated from what the people want into what is actually put into law. So, with that being said, I just I, I just don't fuck with politicians, gotcha. to be honest. Um, so, I usually... I don't bring that shit up at all yeah, yeah. to other people. Like, when I have them in here, I like I said, I try to keep people as comfortable as possible. But the doors are open. Yes. Like you can talk about whatever you want Exactly. To. I'm not going to say no if you bring something up. I'm not going to be like, no, 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 no. Don't talk about that shit. Yeah. No, 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 no. We're not trying to ruffle any feathers. No. So ruffle d- ruffle all the feathers. So people are bringing up things a lot of times when they talk to you. They're like, yeah. I want to talk about policy. Yes. Yes. Because you talk about current events a lot. Sometimes we talk about current events. Uh, okay. It depends on like what the current event is. Okay. I mean, like Mac Miller just died. Through. Yeah, we were we talked about talking about that. Yeah, we haven't even got to. But should see, we? We could. I, I mean, I just think it's really sad. I mean, I, it is super sad. We both. I think we we both said that we don't. We weren't. I mean, I don't. I never really listened to him. But I. It's just mm-hmm. really tragic that that the man was twenty six. Tw- yeah. Yeah. That's awful. Twenty six, I mean, dude. Yeah. That shit is crazy, man. Yeah. And I, honestly, just like you were saying, like I didn't know too much about the music and everything. I, and I was just doing research after this. And I guess he was dating Ariana Grande before mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. who I literally know absolutely nothing about. I didn't know that she had her own problems and whatever until that whole thing happened. Like, I don't know. Was it three? Excuse me. Three weeks ago or four weeks ago? or What's Oh, wait. That? No, no, no. That was Demi you're, Lovato. You're confusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I you literally don't even know. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. I know nothing See, about I, these people. I like the drama, though, so I keep up with that. Ah, fair stuff. enough. Fair I, enough. I, I, but I knew that he had, like, struggled with substance abuse. Um, but I thought, and I may be wrong in thinking that, I thought that maybe he was in recovery and sort of making, a, like, a, a, like the, the most recent album was sort of like his... I'm trying to be a better person. I'm trying yeah. to like to clean myself up. And, and I know what happens a lot with that. Cause I've had similar stuff happen with my family is like you, you're using, you get clean for a while and then you try to use again and you go back to the level of the amount that you had before. And it's just, it's just too much. And your body is, can't it's handle sad, it. Man. Yeah, man. It that- sucks. And I'm sure we'll find out like what the specifics it's are but gnarly man it's really sad i mean it it almost feels like it, i don't even know if it's really been that many but it does feel like a lot of these young stars are yeah. just like dropping like flies man yeah which is crazy to think about like the the, d- the drugs too it's just like yes yes exactly the, i mean i know that they like the I glorification does not help about like the the life expectancy went down because of the opo- opioid crisis going on it's just like I don't know, and uh, it sucks to know that Florida was a huge, oh yeah, yeah, huge cause of all the opioid problems that are going on in the states now, the fucking pill mills and all that shit. Shout out to Lakeland, meth capital of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not pills, but hey, you know the meth, the meth does its own damage but, yeah, as well. That but is I mean, for that, sure. yeah, oh man, it's so, it's so sad, dude. It's gnarly, man. It really is. Yeah, R.I.P. Mac Miller, man. He's mm. too young. Yeah. Too young, but th- that shit happens, I guess. Like it's, I don't know what else you can really say about it. It's like fuck, dude. 
And it's only like two or three hours ago at this point. It's still yeah. very fresh. Yeah. Like right before we yeah. basically recorded mm-hmm. the, where we started recording, like this, yeah. the, all the news hit. So my girlfriend texted me and she was just like, she sent me the article and she was just like, I'm crying right now. And she, she doesn't like, I don't even, I think if I said, do you like Mac Miller's music? She'd probably say no, but it's yeah. just like young people dying like that is just, it's so sad. Yeah, it's man. always sad. Um, yeah, people dying in general is sad, but whenever anyone's just like, you know, has so much to give. Yeah, still, yeah, like, yeah, totally. It's crazy. Yeah, I was in the shower before, uh, before the show, mm-hmm. and I got out of the shower. I was only in the shower for like five minutes, and I get out of the shower and I see the text on my phone from my friend, and it's just mm-hmm. all it said was Mac Miller dead at twenty six, and I was like, what the fuck, man? And I did you know that Burt Reynolds died? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yesterday. Yep. Yesterday. And I mean, even that kind of like made me sad. But he was like in his eighties, right? He was yeah, old. Eighty two. See that? I mean, that's just when you when someone who's eighty two dies, you're you're like, man, that person lived a great life. Like mm-hmm. they they had so much and they did so much and they were able to experience so much. But when someone who's young dies, it's just like, man, that's so. You just feel bad. Cause exactly. It's, like, it's so fucking yeah, crazy, huh? man. Life is fickle. That is for sure. Now, I know you mentioned to me earlier that you've done some radio work also. Mm-hmm. What is the radio work you were referencing to? Um, I worked with this um, on uh, other music publication called Shows I Go To for a while. Have you ever heard of them? Yes, I do. I know the Shows I Go To crew. Oh, do you? Not, See, not, I don't know the crew. But oh, but I, you I, know that Shows I, I yes. Go To is a thing. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I was their executive editor, so I like worked with all their writers and, and um, for a while. Gotcha. Uh, so during that time, they would do a radio show with Jessica Pauly. Uh, who had a show on, or who has a show on WPRK, and so I would just pop in there every once in a while. Word, shout yeah. out WPRK. Yeah, totally. Best in basement radio. Mm-hmm. Fucking killing it for the Orlando scene still. Yeah, glad I'm they, glad they're back. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, totally. Glad they finally got that antenna back. I did Hannah's because Hannah has a radio show on there every Monday now, and um, I was on there, and. Uh, it wasn't on the radio at that point. It was just online. I was like, I don't, I don't know if anyone's listening to this, but I know people will be listening to it now. Most definitely. Yeah. She wants me to be her co-host too. I don't. I haven't decided yet. Do it, man. So every Monday though, it's a lot. I feel that. Yeah, I feel that. You could do a show two times a week. Yeah, I don't know how you do that either. <laughs> Even with this, like most because re- last season I would, I would interview someone on Monday or like Monday ish, and then transcribe it and everything and release it on thursday and then do the next thing the next week and that just got too exhausting for me so like i have like eight interviews already done that i just need to transcribe and like put together i feel that yeah yeah you got them in the uh yeah. in the tank. do you want to know who some of the people are yeah by all um, means do you know uh chive I- center fuck yes yeah yeah that's another person we've interviewed together oh now. look yeah yeah man he's so cool he's and he, the stuff that he's done is just like He's had an amazing year. Shout out Charles. That man yeah, is fucking yeah. killing it right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn, son. I know I'm going to forget people. Um, I interviewed this guy. His name is Cole. He uh, he works for Creative City Project, which I actually do their social media too. Um, and they put on an event called Immerse every year. Yes. Downtown. Have you, yes. you know that? I was at the Immerse event last year. It's an amazing event. I did a podcast from there last year. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a free event. happens uh, in October... It's act- it was one day. It's now two days, um, a whole weekend. That's a good stuff. decision. Yeah, totally. And it's they have like the Orlando Orchestra, the Orlando Ballet. They've had like 
Cirque du Soleil performers. It's amazing. Fire spinners. Your cat is not happy. Does this happen often? Oh yeah, he'll he'll start meowing like two or three hours before it's time to be fed. I so. couldn't imagine doing a podcast in my house. I have two dogs and two cats. Oh my so. god. Oh Jesus. Yeah, it'd be a lot. The cat. I mean, it's just the one cat. Yeah. Okay. So it, it's not too big of a deal. But the dogs, I can understand how that would probably yeah. be a little crazier. Other people would be like Randy Santos, who I talked about, who's a yes. semi rapper. Um, I interviewed the next one that will come out is Bane's World. Who is this? It's this guy um, from California who actually has sort of become this. He's like blown up recently. Ugly Orange had a show with him um, that was like sold out. I was uh, gonna say I've definitely heard this name. Yeah, recently. yeah, and and he's playing Camp Flognal, the title oh, of the creator fuck. thing. He's associated with that. He's played with like Mac DeMarco and opened for him and stuff. God damn! So that was it. Was I was super excited to even like release that. Um, so that is coming out. Um, shit, I don't know off the top of my head. I'm bad. I at think this. that should be enough to tease these. Yeah. People. Okay. That's there, there's more than that. Too. Let them. Yeah. Let them fiend yeah, yeah, for yeah. it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. You can't blow all your load. Yeah. All at I once. guess that's true. Exactly. Exactly. But so what, something also that I'm doing this year, and I don't know if you saw it. If you didn't, that's fine. Because I've only released one. Is I'm doing with every interview. I'm doing an Instagram zine. I did see did this. You see that? I was going to bring this up. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's new and that's I'm possibly more excited for that than even the interviews cuz I've done the interviews before but doing this is is awesome. I was going to say zine life is a completely different uh Yeah, totally. spectrum, that is for sure. So just so people like I guess know what that is, like a zine is like a DIY magazine and so sort of I've used the gallery feature on Instagram to make like a magazine on there. And there's like the first one up that's up right now on Instagram.com slash the vinyl war hall. Boom. Is is uh a what is it? A B P always be plugging. Gotcha. Yeah. Um is with T V dinner and it has like their music on there and it has video and, and stuff from our interview. So I'm really excited about about doing all those. That's and I'm working sick. with an amazing designer, um, Camillo, who is awesome. That's fucking sick, yeah. man. His his Instagram is Milo underscore ringwald see i really enjoy what you're doing also because like you're hitting different facets at different points you know Mm -hmm. with the with the zine with the interviews everything and you're keeping it spread like a broad spectrum of people i saw that one post what was it a lot i knew it was a long time ago but it was this one show that i think you were doing with uh, i think it was like ted and a couple other yeah, yeah, yeah and it was literally billed as a show as just like Three completely different artists come the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yes, like that is perfect. Yeah. You know, like if that- I could do more stuff like that without having to do all the other stuff, I would totally book those. Exactly. That yeah. I mean, I like it was Tiger Fawn, Ted, and then a DJ. Word. See, these are the things like I, I definitely feel like it's been a little rapper heavy on the show for me lately. Yeah. Which I don't have a problem with, but I like I enjoy talking to like the indie bands. Yeah. And I enjoy talking to the people running video game tournaments. I, I enjoy like all of the weird not even weird, just like the, the unique shit, you know? Yeah. Like the things that not everybody else is doing. So I, I definitely respect that for sure. People like, who are creative exactly Mm -hmm. exactly i respect that man most definitely like you're you're casting a wide net and that's how these things should be like we we're supposed to be supporting all of these people not necessarily just one group of people yeah yeah but i will say that the i feel like maybe one of the reasons it's been rapper heavy is i feel like 
that's sort of what is happening in Orlando right now. Yeah. The most exciting things are the DJ and and um and the rapper rap events. Yeah, for sure. Totally. For sure. Um yeah. So I, I definitely understand why, yeah. for sure. I, I agree. But it's just like I, I like your lineup especially. I feel like I feel like you've carefully selected, you know, how these are put out and you make sure that you have like a nice mix of everybody. Well, thank you. Myself, because I do two shows a week, I don't necessarily have that like uh, freedom, I guess, every every now and again, you know, because I, I just have to get it how I schedule it, yeah, you know? Yeah. But you have kind of that freedom to be able to just be like, I, I'm just going to hand select this, this, this. Yeah. And I fucking respect the shit out of that, man. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And that's something that I sort of like have tried to do too. I think, I mean, just like, being like like a white guy like if i was just interviewing like a bunch of white guy bands like that's stupid to me like that's not like representing what orlando really is i feel that so i want to like touch all of the different people of and you know just i don't know i just talked to i just talked to people that i think are interesting i feel the same vice versa yeah so all you rappers quit hitting me up (laughs) because i need i need some white people in here No, but I know some white people. I'll send them by by all means. Get me whited up for real. No, but seriously though, like like I said, I respect everything you're doing, man. It's dope shit. Thank you. Uh, People at home, please check out the Vinyl Warhol if you have not already, because the man is doing dope shit in Orlando for the culture. Put it on for the culture, hardcore with dope ass interviews. And coming from you, that means a lot. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. By all means. Go fucking read the interviews. I know he's doing audio shit now too, <laughs> but please take some time to not look at your phone scrolling and shit and just read something. For it, It's only going to take you five to ten minutes, honestly. It really is. If You, you actually, read quickly. Yeah, I guess I do. But but yeah, yeah, five to ten minutes totally. I'll give them a, I'll give them a little bit more of a cushion. Fifteen yeah. minutes okay. per interview. Well, and that's that ain't a, shit. Yeah. I think it's important to note that I also do like photo shoots with all these people. Yes. And photo shoots lightly because I just take pictures of them wherever we happen to be at. So if you just want to go look at those, just do that too. Like Which we didn't That's even, why I do that too. It's yeah, we like, didn't even really talk about that too. Like that that's a whole nother part of the interviews that bring a whole different perspective to it as well. It's oh, like thank you. you guys in that moment doing the interview there, taking pictures there, you know, it's all very I feel like stream of consciousness. Even though it's not, it's uh, I mean it's still written, you know, but uh, it it's just it's just written, just transcribed from what was yeah. said. So it is still stream of consciousness. Yeah. It's all very fly by the seat of your pants. Like I read the, uh, I I didn't get to read the latest interview that just came out, but I read the TV dinner one. Yeah, and you guys talked about poop for a long time. I mean that's that's like something that you would do. I it's, feel like exactly too. yes. Talked, but I mean that too. Like those are like close friends of mine too. Most definitely. So I may not usually lead with that, but yeah, I mean, but like see, you were th- saying, that's what I they- let the let the conversation happen. Like if it goes there, it goes there, and it went there because it was natural. See, reading yeah. reading that, that's what made me realize, like, oh yeah, this dude comes in, we're gonna be fine. Like I'm not fucking worried about it at all. Just like I was talking about, like having to pull teeth earlier. Yeah. As soon as I was reading those interviews, and Aww. I was just like, oh, boom, done. I don't have to worry about this shit. Oh. Oh, oh, we might be friends now. Oh, I hope so. Oh, I think so. Yeah, no beef here. Yeah, no, no, no <laughs> beef here. No beef here. No beef with anybody here. No, except no, never. Owen from Ono Radio Show. Fuck you, Owen. Damn. No, not really. I love Owen. He's the man. <laughs> He's the man. 
but with all of this being said, I think we should make moves because we're we're reaching the two hour mark right now. Okay, I'm, if and, you're uh, if you're ready, I'm, I don't know if I'm ready to to let go, but I I have to pee, so I'm I'm down. I have to pee too. Yeah, not okay. gonna lie, and okay. uh, one of us has to sit here and talk, and I have to feed my cat also. Okay, okay, because he's been yelling at me for so the past. You can pee in the minutes. toilet, and I'll pee in the sink. That's Boom! Fucking right. Okay, please. Do your last shout-outs. Let these people know where they can find the content, whatnot, everything. Any last words you have for the world, okay. let them be known now, sir. If you live in Orlando or Central Florida or whatever, there's cool shit going on where you're at. So you should go find it. Find it anyway, even if you're not looking at the vinylwarhall.com. Find it and go be a part of it because, I don't know, it's it's really important. and It's prevalent. You should support it, and it will eventually be nationwide. People will be talking about us. And you want to be a part of that, so yeah, I guess I guess that's really it. I I love Orlando, even even though I was talking about moving, but but this is this will always be my home. Hell yeah, I think. Um, so yeah, but if you want to follow me, it's like the Vinyl Warhol. Yep, Vinyl Warhol interviews coming too. out biweekly. Zine Instagram zines coming out biweekly. Yeah, fucking right. I want to thank you for coming in, my friend. Of course, this is quite it was an dope. honor. This is something we should definitely do again, and I won't have to run through your entire back history, and we can just yeah. sit here and shoot the shit. Yeah. I'll uh, see you in, what, like three or four months or something? Something like that, yeah. Maybe that, yeah. yeah something like that, you know. <laughs> Honestly, it's getting to the point now, straight up, where I've had people that I've talked to, and they're just like, dude, I, I can't schedule it that far ahead. I'm just like, well... Fuck. Well, well I'll, just sque- not- I'll squeeze you in I'll somehow. See you when yeah. I see you. Well, we got to do an interview for for the Vinyl War Hall too. Ah. Look at that. I'm not gonna say no. Hey. Yeah, know, or we could just I'll just transcribe this two hour long interview exactly. and create a small book for people to read. <laughs> a little pamphlet, if you yeah. will. A heavy pamphlet, yes, I guess. Yes. yes. Very. Yeah. Yeah. Heavy pamphlet. So, yes, you can find me personally on Twitter at Steve's Trap and on Instagram at the Steve's Trap. I would like to once again thank the homie for coming through. Thank you. Matt from the Vinyl Warhol. Go check his shit out. Doing shit for Orlando, which y'all should be peeping. And with all of that being said, we are the fuck out of here for this episode, y'all. Take care of each other. Much peace and love.